All right. And we are live. Happy 2019 and welcome to the Iron Lords podcast. Episode number 93. And it's another glorious Sunday. We are back at the round table on the Lord's Day. I'm extremely excited about our special guests. And we've got Microsoft's next generation approach, the state of Activision Blizzard, and the Mad Box console to discuss. So we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce two lords who not only raise the bar with extremely high quality content in, their, in both their respective genres, but also provide one of the most unique podcast experiences, combining outstanding online journalism in addition to extremely informative yet balanced perspective in all of YouTube. Introducing the dynamic duo and co-host of the Xbox Two podcast, the one lord who demands crafting and survival mechanics in every genre of gaming, <laughs> and the other lord whose addiction to PUBG chicken dinners will one day surpass his million gamer score. Germany and Chi-Town have arrived. And for the first time, making their debut into the realm of the Lords together, the man with the million, Lord Randall Thor, and Window Central, Lord Jez Corden. How are you doing, Xbox Two? Jez, I'll throw this one to you because I usually introduce us. You're so good at intros. He's the best. You could teach. You could teach. You could teach Rand a thing. You definitely could teach me some things. I, I listen to Cognito, and I, I'm just not that good, dude. You know, he's got we're, it down pat. We're, we're like the we're the poor man's podcast. Oh, <laughs> this, is the, this is the premium podcast right now. Oh man, absolute pleasure to have both of you lords in your respective realms here had to show you the proper respect man how you two do dudes doing like it's, it's just good to have both of you man how both of you doing i mean i'll go first mm -hmm. uh i love this podcast it's one of my favorites thank you sir i've been waiting for you to come and be like rand i need you on again <laughs> on again and then and then and then to find out that my co-host co-host with the most Woo! right Jazz was going to be on too. I'm like, what? Yes, it's pretty great because me and Jazz haven't we haven't podcasted uh, since what Christmas or before yeah. Christmas? Yes, mm -hmm. schedules have been too hectic. So mm -hmm. we, you know, we, you know, Jazz is a busy person to get nailed down sometimes, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he's he's very important. Writing <laughs> all these great articles, he's got people. He talks to it. He, he'll hit me up like, I can't do it today. And I got an interview I'm, I'm conducting with Phil Spencer. And I'm like, it's cool. It's cool, Jez. We'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> Is that code word for, for Jez has gotten Hollywood on you? Is that code word? won't let me anywhere near Phil Spencer. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, man. Absolute pleasure, man. And Jez, how you doing, man? Like I said, I know you're a hard man to, to nail down sometimes, as uh, Rand said. But uh, happy to have you, man. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Sundays are pretty good for me. Last week was crazy because, you know, it's a new year, all the meetings about content strategy, changes, hires, and, and all that sort of stuff. Hired more gaming staff, planning to grow the site this year. Nice. Of interesting plans in that respect. So, um, look out for that. Nice. Uh, other than that, you know, mm -hmm. just having a nice, relaxing gaming weekend. Nice. That's good to hear, man. And full disclosure, the Xbox Two is one of my very favorite podcasts. Listen to you guys a lot. I do a lot of long drives, and I love the banter, love the energy. Two of the, <laughs> two of the best in the game, man. And we're going to have some fun today. Are you ready? Yes, All I right. am ready. Let's do it, man. And you know we have the four horsemen of gaming 
those original lords of the realm here at the round table. My co-host with the co-most, my brother from another mother, the difficult game conqueror, and the how of the young wolf. My man, Lord Attic, how you doing, sir? Doing pretty good. Uh, definitely getting to uh, just just as a full disclosure, mm-hmm. I, uh, my uh, lazy bum couldn't figure out a topic, so I picked it. Lord <laughs> Cognito got me a topic. Okay? <laughs> so you guys are about to hear this because I was actually reading that this morning. I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." <laughs> <laughs> I figured you might like it. It suited you. <laughs> Glad that you are. You adjusting to the new time, sir? How are you doing with that? Yeah. Uh... I mean, regardless what time it, we, we, we go live or anything, you know, I probably haven't slept for more than four hours. Exactly. It's, it's like the more leeway I get and, and you know, the better time frame, I'm like, what can I get away? Even, from? Yeah, you can't give him leeway. Yeah. He's, more more time. He's the end to take a mile. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh God! Inch, I'm in inch run of football field kind of person. No, no, no. What, what what were you playing last night? Till I played Overwatch till like almost three in the morning. Jesus, back on that Overwatch. All right, back good. on that. I'm gonna install Overwatch right now just because you said it, that. <laughs> worse because I'm back on PUBG like nobody's business. Oh, yeah, I yo, yo, yeah. Yesterday I was on it. Oh my god! I, I, yeah, new maps. I was I was going to play it yesterday. Actually, I downloaded the test server because like apparently the new maps on there or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I went through all the trouble to download it. Went through all the trouble. Then John jumps. I want to play Overwatch. Yeah, sure. Let's go play Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> that new map is tight, man. I, I really like that new map and even PUBG, the mm. eyesore that is that game, it looks <laughs> godly on this LG OLED. Oh my Ooh, lord. Everything's so oh. I can see everything picture perfect. Welcome. Are you trying to say, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you trying to say that clear 4K makes you a better gamer? Yes. Uh there is oh yes, 4K oh. makes an incredible difference. Hey, <laughs> I told you, Rand. <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous. I went from a forty inch four K to a fifty five inch LD OLED, and mm. I, I can see everything on the battlefield from dudes mm. across the map. I'm like, I see a dude all the way over there at three thirty. I wouldn't be able to. It'd be blurry on my other TV. Wow. This thing, it's nice, clear, bright with the HDR ten. Sea of Thieves is like the best looking game I've ever seen. This man is enjoying oh, Sea of Thieves with so much passion now. I, I ain't going to play Welcome. it. I'll just look at it for 10 minutes and turn it off. <laughs> Welcome to the premium experience, sir. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> yes. Nice. That's what's up. And of course, we have our most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives for the single player selfish experience. And also, <laughs> the Sostradamus. Mr. Offline Profile Illuminati and Lord Patreon of the Iron Bank, my man, Lord Sovereign. How you doing, sir? Chilling, man. Happy New Year, everybody. What's Happy going New on? Year, brother. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Ready to go, man. Like, Res Evil was like two and a half weeks away, dude. Three weeks away. That's crazy. That oh, is man. absolutely bananas. And, then, and I, I mm-hmm. still haven't played. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. Two weeks yeah. of getting ready for that res. Getting ready for that, man. You know what? And 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 addict, addict, appreciate this. I tried. I've watched two breakdown videos of the story of Kingdom Hearts to try to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. You got what's sad is that that story, <laughs> that story is so complicated. You have to pick the right ones to watch. Yeah, <laughs> was, was the video an hour video? long? The video was. 30 minutes. I saw the Eurogamer one and I saw one other one. I think it was an IGN one. And mm-hmm. the Eurogamer one is about a half hour long. Dude, mm-hmm. 
Like, you know, I get it, but I'm like, why? Why does it need to be this convoluted? There's no it's not reason. that it's complicated. It's that they did wrong ordering when it came to making the games. And so, then, like, if it, the very first one is technically like the third one, like the third yeah. one, yeah. And then the thing about it is, like, they don't give you necessarily the impression that all that you have to play all of these, but you do if you really want to get yeah, this. Started. Like, if you didn't play the very last one for the 3DS, the three will make no sense to you at all. Jesus, yep. so I, yeah. I tried. You tried. You tried. You gave the college try. But that's pretty much what you've been playing. Oh, you gonna buy it again? No, I mean, Kai Kaibatsu's getting this. I'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, my game sharing partner. That is, is the game it. sharing partner is getting it. That, that's what that, that answer. People don't but, understand yeah. this fan base, man. You're going to at the end of this month. Like, you're going to be on t- Twitter and be like, Oh, he 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 liked Kingdom Hearts. What the hell? Like, <laughs> we gonna see, man. So that's been pretty much it. Uh, so yeah, man, I haven't done much gaming, especially the last week and a half. Um, the first week I was off, mm-hmm. I got back into the Spider Man. So I did the first two DLCs. I haven't started Silver Lining. Yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, not not according see, to uh, Fonzarelli. He was coming at you, bro. Oh well, he, I, hey, tell him to at me when he's on, so I can go at him. Because I still ain't have play his bushes. Game. He said them MJ missions, side missions is in the bush. <laughs> the they are the worst. They are the worst. The worst. Incredibly subpar compared to the main game. Silver yeah, Linings, I heard Silver Linings is great. Um, the um the turf wars was eh, was so so, but the story arc throughout was very good. I think it's mm. okay. Ran to be honest with you, that content if put in a game and not DLC, it wouldn't have really made sense. Mm. So. The way they put it inside, they should mm-hmm. couldn't have broke it up and made it one big DLC. I don't understand, but they broke it up yeah. to keep people playing for months on end. It's two hours each one, maybe an hour and a half. It's mm-hmm. just a nice side mission. It's, it's not no big DLC like you get with other games. It's just a nice little side mission. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're pretty good. So Spider-Man, that was it. That wrapped your, your holiday, Lord's yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Um, yeah. Real quick on the Patreon stuff. Uh, we will go back to the Patreon stuff next week, guys. We have two two guests today, so I want to make sure that they get the they just do. So that's we'll do right. Patreon next week. No doubt. Sounds good, sir. And of course, we have the Incredible Hulk of this, a.k.a. the Excess Gamer. Ooh. The Lord of Combat Sports, who is a man of his convictions, demands nothing less than that premium experience, and is the leader of the fraud alert movement. <laughs> Beloved Lord King, how you doing, sir? I'm doing incredibly well right now because I got some sleep. Look, look, look guys. <laughs> Yo, I still got that little bag under that. You can see that right there. When Cognito called me, I was like, I'm up, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that 1 p- p.m. Eastern, is it's suiting you better? It doesn't matter. Cognito's a worry wart. He will call you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've noticed in the chat, he put it up at 12, 12. I'm like, bro, this is right here. <laughs> He's not playing. Um, All right, so for you frauds out there. Uh-oh, who getting it? I am sick and tired of this red versus blue crap. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're on my friends list and you don't want to get blocked, deleted, pushed back into the bushes, stop adding me into that. <laughs> the siren is out early in 2019, kid. Damn. Yo, are I'm, we, it, it was, are we talking PlayStation versus Xbox here? Like, Ren, it's, it's, it's ignorant to the point it's broke versus rich. That's what <laughs> it actually is. And, I, and I, bro- I, I, I realized it. When you have everything, 
It is none of that. Oh, they over there. No, I got it. So I'm over there with them. So when you can't afford something, then you try to defend your choice because you want your choice to win. Yeah. What I would say is take all that energy, right? Go mow somebody's lawn so you can get enough money. (laughs) Wow. So you can go purchase another system. I don't care if you hate the system. This in 2019, you can't hate on a system you don't have. Mm. If you don't have it, you can't talk about it. Those are the rules. Those are the rules. There's no rules for 2019. If you don't have the system, you can't talk about it. You can't say anything about it. And and, and another thing, if you're a PlayStation dude or Xbox dude and you don't have an X or a Pro, I really don't want to hear your opinions because you're not getting the most out of your system. I really don't want to hear your opinions. Wait, we we mid generation refresh, Jamie. That's right. If you ain't refresh, this is the this is the year you better refresh. Refresh your face. <laughs> refresh your face. So, so King, so King, riddle me this. Twenty twenty. Uh-huh. If you don't got that anaconda, yeah. You want to hear their opinions hear. if they got that lock card? I don't want to hear about y'all. They got right. the, if they if they go for that lock card. Not that anaconda don't come talk to you is what you're saying. No, no, don't please. If you don't got that hard body, I don't want to hear that. If if you if you're not rocking the anaconda hard body, I don't want to hear that. If you rocking the little what is that? The mini GoPro? What is is that? I don't. don't Keep in mind, this is the man that calls it the Xbox. That Xbox One S, the Xbox Simple. (laughs) (laughs) Simple. You got the simple version, and don't have the Bushes edition. The Bushes edition. When you try to fly in in PUBG and they don't have a floor, I don't want to talk to you, bro. Like, get off my line. Get out of oh, here. Oh, my Lord. So the 2019's new resolution is start mowing them lawns and get your game up. That's, yeah, that's you know what? Use your energy. Okay. Stop with your fingers. I don't care what you're going to do. Go get a job because you got extra time on your hands. Because <laughs> you're too much. Yeah, make some more money. Buy some more experience things. Don't lock yourself into these imaginary boxes. Just... Mm-hmm. To, because this is the companies don't really want y'all to be in these boxes. Actually, the company wants you to go out and purchase competition and stuff like that. So you will buy multiple games. I've noticed I've done this stupid crap. I brought the same game on both systems just to see which one looks better. Let <laughs> <laughs> me see. Like, is the pro version better? Oh, that X is running this way. Oh, that pro don't got him here. So listen. Step your money game up so this way y'all can actually have intelligent conversations on Twitter opposed to this uh this 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 muddy stuff and stop atting me in it. Just just get me <laughs> off of it. I'm not I'm not with you guys. Deaf singer, we see you in the chat. Um yo, I've been playing this Tomb Raider. See, this is how far back. Oh, shout out to Microsoft and Discover Card. Um what's up? You guys are the greatest. Thank you so much. I appreciate all the hard work that y'all do to get me these free games I get every month. Um, <laughs> let me tell y'all how to do it. What's Very simple. Get a Discover card. Mm-hmm. Pay everything with it. Mm-hmm. You're going to get buyback uh, dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, if you purchase a gift card with their affiliates, mm-hmm. then you get an extra $5. So I, I took $40 mm-hmm. out of my affiliate um, money. Got a gift card for GameStop. They gave me 45 When you go to GameStop, they have Microsoft gift package with mm. different, like a 15 15 and 15 That's um That's there. And then you have a $5 bonus. They give you a $5 bonus gift card when you buy the package. Mm-hmm. So in turn, my $40 turned into $50. And I used that to purchase Tomb Raider and uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Nice. Microsoft had the sale of 50% off 
of the big package, the hundred dollar package, they mm -hmm. had it for fifty bucks. Both of them. That was with the DLC and everything. So I purchased both of them. And thank you, Microsoft and Discover Card. Listen, those are easy game hacks uh, for y'all to do. If yeah. you're paying your bills, get a card that gives you money back um, and with affiliates that you actually go to mm -hmm. so you can finance your video games, your hobbies without using your dollars. All right, Lord King getting the credit lesson today. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I haven't brought a game in a long time. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> of course, we have the Lord of the Cooperative Experience, the gaming ninja himself, the Shinobi, Lord Cognito. Spreading that realness in the realm of the ILP, not telling you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. So for me, it's been... Did you uh, add the Cooperative Experience? Yeah, you like that one. That's me, though. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, my, my question is, What's is, up? It, is it ethical for you to add to your own interest? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> it's very, very egotistical. It's very self-praising. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Yeah, man, I've been on my, my finishing up my PC master race grind. As you know, I got the, the, the new beast rig. Shout out to Ibantis for hooking me up. So, um, yeah, wait, you're not playing Destiny on the PC, are you? Oh, man, he's coming for me early. Oh, wait, 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 hold on one second. So, you went through all that bull on the Xbox One, and then you're doing it all again on the PC? Great, man, that that's 60 frames uncapped, bro. It, it is so you know different. what the sad thing is, Fred? I'm going over there. Yo, man, <laughs> Yo, Rand, Rand, listen, it's the Destiny player. That's it's not about anything else, it's just Destiny players. This is what they do. Are you torture? Are you saying that there's something mentally wrong with this? Yes, <laughs> I'm not insinuating anything, I'm directly saying this. Listen, like, Rand can't say that to me. He just finished playing Sea of Thieves. Ten <laughs> minutes, dude. What do you mean, Red? You still playing PUBG, man? I don't yeah. want to hear it. Yeah, and that's and the reason I'm playing PUBG is because I'm waiting you know, he's for all the games to come out. Arc. You waiting for the rest PUBG. of the maps to come out? That's what you I didn't. I didn't play PUBG from September until the, the end of November because I had all those other that greatness to play. Cognito mm, is lying to you guys. I'm telling you now <laughs> what Cognito is doing on that side of the fence. He's playing with the elite of the elite. <laughs> I'm right? a little bougie. I'm so, no, no, he's not a little bougie. Cognito has stepped up his gaming class. His friends list is different now. Oh my so, god. Now <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Repping all of Mike and all of Mike Barra's like tweets. Shout out to Mike Barra. Thank you. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Lord Xbox Quick runs a tight ship. I like how they do. Lord Cardino did tell me that Lord Mike Barra definitely dragged him through a raid. So let me full disclosure, man. They are beasts, man. He they run a tight ship. They are that the fine edition. Sit in the corner and look pretty. <laughs> yo, yo, they, they, the chat is coming for me right now. Punch said, Cognito, you traitor. How could you? <laughs> yo, yo, he said he forsaken his own Xbox, Xbox, his own Xbox clan. Oh, man. Don't worry, guys. Ball. I'm still here. The hell with him. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm about to leave, too. I'm sorry. That's, that's right, Addict. Come, come over here, man. Yo, it wasn't right like he was really there anyway. Shut up. <laughs> it wasn't. I, I, I had Destiny uninstalled for a minute. But, yo, you know, shout out to Wilhelm Scream. Shout out to Ibantis. Shout out to Mike Ibarra. Been, it's been a lot of fun, man. But I've been doing that. I've been doing the uh, XCOM tactical pack as well. On P Man, Jazz, have you tried it? You're an XCOM guy. Jazz, have you tried that uh, XCOM tactical pack yet? I have is that that's oh. only on PC, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't think they've released it. I, I can't. Uh, 
I can't get back in that life, man. Let me tell I you. I had a real big XCOM problem last mm -hmm. year that I'd have, like, you know, I had yeah, to rehab and, for it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the glitches and stuff. But that, that was on console. But uh, <laughs> what I was going to say dude, is, though, just <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> but what I was going to say, though, like, like next thing you know, really he's going to be cool. saying glorious all the time. He's gonna uh, be saying, <laughs> yo, I, I really, I really don't feel like hearing him talk. <laughs> I'm almost done. Let's get on to our job. Should start saying Lord Gavin? I really think this PC thing's a disease, man. He just went so far left. He don't even play like that, but he's on PC playing? Now let's get to the next guy. Damn. I'll wrap up shortly. So pretty much Lord Jets, it's really cool. It's the kind of like a prequel, and you get the command, the guy that gives the commander the missions inside the base it's like a mean i gotta buy x come on pc now yes well. it's amazing bro it's like narratively driven when you're on the map and he's like no telling more. the story pre xcom 2 how like the aliens took over dude like it's so good like if you for the hardcore xcom fan and they even have the old locales from like what is it enemy unknown all those old maps are kind of oh, wow. it well. it's really cool so shout out to that i've been doing that a uh, little bit of messenger on the switch and i started below on the xbox one i started that yesterday so i'm just getting my feelings oh you it. back on the regular system yes right. i i came right. i descended down it, from the is heavens it, is it, wait 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 is it play anywhere because you know you might go anywhere well i'm waiting i'm <laughs> I can't with you. You disrespectful. You disrespectful. <laughs> you know. You know. You look on the box. Is it playing anywhere? I will you say know, this. I, I am. I'm counting on down the days for uh, Game Pass to come to PC. I will say that. That it. Woo. But anyway, technically, it's already on PC. Exactly. Technically, yes, technically it is. You are correct. The, the, <laughs> well, I know, I don't the whole Game Pass on PC thing is like. Oh wait, hold on. Okay. To, it, it is on game. To invest in. it, it is on PC, but I feel like it's mainly just uh, the play anywhere that's been. Oh, yeah, like oh, Game Pass itself isn't on PC. Absolutely. Yo, first of all, salute Lord Cedric AH, our first super chat of 2019. He says, Shout out to all the lords on the panel. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you, sir. Much appreciated for the follow up super chat. So, yeah, man, that's pretty much been it for me. Also, I got shout a question for you, Cognito. Yo, go for it, bro. What's so, that, are you a gamer or should we just call you a Destiny player? I am a gamer. Oh, oh, I'm, 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 I'm loving Ryan right now. Kill me, kill me, kill. I, I am a gamer as much as you're a PUBG player. Yeah. <laughs> did he just go ahead like that? He just, he just he didn't answer the question. He just deflected the whole question. I'll just say back to Cognito. I beat yeah. Spider-Man. I beat Tomb Raider. I beat Red Dead. I beat Battlefield. Five. No, you beat. Uh, I beat. I feel bad for you, man. Damn. I mean, I, I beat everything. I like Damn. so. I did all that and played <laughs> PUBG. Hey, you said you stopped playing PUBG. I did play those games. Games. So here's the thing. My viewpoint on PUBG. Time to play all these games. That's what I said, Jazz. PUBG. I've said this on the Xbox too. Was is PUBG is mm -hmm. like that filler. It's that McDonald's oh. burger that you have in between. Those uh, five star meals, the the lobsters, those tell steaks. Them about that. Tell those, them 
about that? You get that Spider-Man, and it's a five-star right. steak, right? right? And you savor oh, it, and you eat it, right? You play that Tomb Raider, and it's a lobster. Oh, you got time for McDonald's hamburgers, <laughs> right? <laughs> you eat all the food, that's, that's and all that's left is McDonald's, McDonald's hamburgers. hamburgers. Wait, wait, wait. So, so, hey, hey, since, since we're doing all this analogy to, to food, what's Destiny? What kind of food is Destiny? Destiny is like, you know what Destiny is? It's like ramen noodles. Like, <laughs> I know this man did not just say it's like He's ramen so noodles. It's not good ramen noodles. Shout out, shout out like, to like Lord Mods, man. Mods gave it a chat with a ten dollars super chat. Big I shout out to Mods. He's yeah. turning into the PC Master <laughs> Race podcast. Like, he's got a point there. If, if if the host starts turning into a PC Master dude, like, does that mean the whole, is it like a disease? Is it going to spread to us? We are in a, in a Facebook chat. So I'm yo, gonna... listen, listen, listen. You see what y'all don't know about Cognito? I'm I'm gonna put you on page, right? Yeah. It's yeah. new tech. Mm-hmm. He's a tech whore. So go. what happens is it's new, it's fun, it's fresh, it's exciting. He's mm-hmm. gonna do this right now. Mm-hmm. Till the wheels run dry. Yep. And the new systems yeah. come out. Yep. Throw that PC right in the bushes. You know and, it. Because yeah. what Anaconda come, the only thing holding back is the CPU. So once Anaconda come, I'm good. <laughs> and it, and it, this is really a first time for Cognito. He's never yeah. been a PC. He's I'm never been a PC been, guy ever. Never. I've avoided PC software. like the plague yeah. for yeah. the last ten years. So this is a whole new world for me that I've Yo, purposely remained ignorant to. Rand, wait like, I next year when his video card is not in circulation anymore, <laughs> and he has to upgrade the video card for the six seven hundred dollars and download the new driver. That's when he's gonna jump gonna off the that same thing. You about this 4K TV? I'm gonna wait for that cell fan. <laughs> Watch. Fair enough. But anyway, thanks, Rand, for coming at me and disrespecting my game. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm all love, man. I just, I just, I just had to say that because, like, that was good. It was. You good. know, you know me. Like, I, I love, I love Bungie. They're my mm-hmm. favorite. They were my favorite developer. Oh, Halo's my favorite franchise, and mm-hmm. Destiny is the biggest disappointment of this entire generation. <laughs> Ooh, the disrespect. You know, you, know and- you know, I just want to say something. I'm disappointed in you, King. You're like, I expect different from you. Why aren't you attacking Rand over him coming against you? Listen, the man is hurt. The man is hurt that Bungie did him dirty. I get it. You know, what I'm, I'm not gonna go at Rand because I want to. Yo, I was gonna wear my PUBG hat. Like when he said, when he was like, he on PUBG, I was like, yo, bro, I just downloaded it again. Um, I think it was two weeks ago. And mm-hmm. Monkey and them was playing Destiny. I did all my Destiny stuff. I did it at my Iron Man. I was like, I'm out of here, guys. It was like, where are you going? PUBG. Yeah. And then I got over there by myself solo. Shout out to um, uh, 108 Dragon TV. Oh, yeah. That's shout out to Facts. Um, mm-hmm. No, this thing right now. And I got a theory. The game was oh, like this poor mm-hmm. and um, frame rate and stuff like that, graphics and stuff. And the at least my the- game runs smooth, Rand. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, okay. This is true. But, I mean, we went through the growing pains. When it came out of the preview thing, it's, it's yeah. running fantastic, right? But mm-hmm. as soon as it launches on PlayStation, mm-hmm. this game is leaps and miles better than after it was released. Yeah, they, they, they take off the resources. They got a lot of, lot of things that they've added, I've seen. No, they're doing a good job, as long as they keep supporting it, man. That's I the think they took yeah. all their resources to get the PlayStation joint ready, let the Xbox suffer for a little bit so we can just implement that stuff yeah. later. And then now all of a sudden the game, I swear, is night and day. I you know, I, I will say one thing. I played, um, I played PUBG 
And I played finally played at Blackout. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, like PUBG is still better than Blackout. That Blackout like, stuff is garbage. I'm about to try. Yeah. 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 I want to try it though. I haven't tried it. I heard it was good, good. Blackout is Call of Duty. If yeah, you don't like Call of Duty, you don't like Blackout. That's me. Like I played it. Like it's Call of Duty. I don't Blackout. Like I feel like the difference is that the last ten to fifteen people is way more intense on PUBG than ever on Blackout. Really? Hey, you know, it could be seconds on Call on Blackout. Like just like in the, you know, the mime version. It could, it could be worse, Cognito. You could be a Fortnite player. Oh, that's true. I'm not, I'm not about that life. <laughs> hey, I bet you that I bet, I bet you at least ten people in this chat's a Fortnite player. Okay, <laughs> until he sees it on PC. Anyway, get into the show, man. So now that we got into what the Lords have been playing, I want to start off with the Lords of the Xbox Two. And being that both Lord Rand and Lord Jazz have already been giving the royal treatment, please check out IOP number 28 and IOP number 60, respectively, with each having some great video game system history. I want to do a different approach with you two. So, Lord Rand, let's we'll start with you first. Let's do the Xbox 2 origin story. Ooh, the origin Ooh, story, the huh? beginning, prologue. Like, you being the man with the million gamer score and outstanding YouTube success, like, how did this dynamic duo come together Rand. i hope I you can remember because i can't honestly don't remember how <laughs> when me and jazz first started talking but okay. there was a point where we would actually get in a skype call mm-hmm. and have Why conversations all these, these stories begin with skype i know because that's, that's like, the way jazz wanted to uh, no it's not just you like i remember like all the weapon will or just stories mm-hmm. Gain on Skype. Well, Skype like, what the hell? It, it'd be like I'd have this information, and I'd be like, "Jazz, I gotta tell you this, but I I can't tell you it in text, <laughs> right?" And Jazz would be like, "Okay," and then I get in Skype and I tell him, or he'd have something, and we just have this like gaming discussion, uh-huh. and we're like, you know what? I think it was Jazz. Jazz said. We have these like really cool discussions, but nobody's ever going to hear it besides us. Like, yeah, that's just true. He's like, maybe we should do a podcast. And I'm like, you know what? That sounds pretty good. Oh and yeah, I, I was doing a podcast with someone on Windows Central at the time, but okay. it was really, really hard for us to line up our schedule. So we were like mm-hmm. missing weeks and weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Rand, Rand is a bit more flexible and accommodating, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. So that's, 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 easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is dope, man. So he pretty much he's more flexible. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. So now you I'm guys, super flexible. you got you guys. <laughs> I'm dead, dead. You're, you're full, just you're full. <laughs> so like you guys started the conversation because obviously you've been friends prior, or was it like you met at E3? Like what, we we did met we did meet at E3. Okay, so was that prior to the podcast decision or after the podcast decision? We when did we start the podcast? We started the podcast right before. No, we met at we met at E three before we we did the podcast because I forgot that we met at E three and we talked about that on the show. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, because I think we started the podcast right before, like a month before Microsoft and Digital Foundry revealed the specs for Scorpio. Mm, so it was nice. like March of 2017. Okay, was when we did the show. But I had met Jez at E3 2016. I remember Ooh. going to a event on a Monday night right after the press conference, and Jez was the first one in line. Mm, was, nice. uh, so someone at Microsoft moved me to the front of the line. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, you got that VIP treatment, Jeff. It was like mm-hmm. really embarrassing. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then uh, like, I guess we, we just continued to talk. And then, you know, Jazz would, we'd, we'd, we'd talk in Skype when we have some juicy nuggets of info to share, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of it turned out to be true. Some of them didn't, you know, but that's how it is with some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like, yeah, these conversations are great. Let's do a podcast. And it was like, all right, cool. So it's like, it was Wednesdays oh. and it was Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Now it's just pretty much whatever day because, you know, I got you. Jazz's schedule's hectic sometimes, you know, like I, I'm busy or whatever. So it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, it could be Wednesday, might be Thursday. Who mm-hmm. knows? It could even be Friday. I got you, you know, now. The name podcast as well. Yeah, you guys done a weekend. I, I remember one time tuning in and seeing like a, a pop, you guys pop up on a Saturday or something weird like that once in a while. Yeah, that's cool. So the name now, like how, who came up with the name? Because I, I thought the name was cool, simple and cool. Uh, that was Stick Figure. Stick figure. Yeah. Uh, first show, we kind of just like, like anybody got any cool names? And mm-hmm. he said the Xbox Two, and I was like, hey, that's that's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, and you know, like if Microsoft does decide to name the next Xbox Xbox Two, I expect royalty checks. <laughs> I, I trademarked the name. Um, I wonder if they take legal yeah. action against y'all. <laughs> nah, they're gonna pay them off. Nah, they yeah. <laughs> You see the name? <laughs> <laughs> Soldier boy. Soldier boy. <laughs> no, but I think it's actually pretty cool, man. It's funny because you said that because um obviously we any bonds as we do the Destiny podcast, and we're in the midst of a day change. So it, it's kind of cool because we I actually feel like we kind of pattern ourselves. We're like the destiny version of the Xbox too, so to speak. It's hard we, coming up with names, man. Yeah, man. Got like- his name for his show. Two guys, one ghost. Oh my lord! It is not that name. We will tell no, you. <laughs> it's that name because if uh, hey, if no, I, I agree. I'm, with not, you. I'm not gonna tell y'all to go look this up. But two girls, one cup, right? So two guys, one ghost is definitely gonna ring, and they're gonna be like, "What? You got a part two to this?" You gonna get people that's gonna just gonna view just off the shrimp. I'm telling you. I feel like I feel like you're gonna have the other. And the people are like, let them get some of that. People are gonna be like, I am not clicking on this podcast. Shout out to the chat that says, No, (laughs) (laughs) link directly to Pornhub or something like that. So why not? Like, you know, because you already know, like, when the PlayStation got a hold of the porn industry, took that, that's when the PlayStation took off. That's when Blu ray took off. So, hey, you never know. You might get that oh, back in my point. <laughs> <laughs> <Eddie> moving along. <laughs> I'm so confused right now. <laughs> At Window Central, your informational pieces, right. blogging, reporting of breaking news of Microsoft, clearly one of the very best in gaming media. So I'm not going to say any oh, names. Of course, but in the current climate of gaming, it seems that some in your position and field might be threatened by the rise of the big YouTuber like Ray. Threatened by me, Jazz? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what? What allowed you to coexist <laughs> with what this generation, some gen- in this generation, may label as provocateurs? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really care or think about it. <laughs> I just like I do what I do. That, that as long as they pay me, I'll keep doing it. No, no. I'm if, if not, then I'll move to something else. That's pretty much how I've lived life. I used yeah. to be an animator. Mm-hmm. I was in a band. I'd like I have these fads where like I, I 
want to do something, I do it and I chase it. I was a web developer for a while, and, and I got bored of that. And I thought, you know, I'll make make a blog, blog for a bit. Mm. But took this further than my other hobbies. So okay, so so what? But my still my question is like, what made? Because again, like there's kind of like I don't want to say there's a civil war going on, but there's definitely people in your field that I feel are threatened by guys like Rand who well, are. Big. There is um there are two there are two business models for blogs right mm-hmm. one of them one of them is effectively ad ad driven mm-hmm. now the ad driven model is the one you're talking about that's struggling really yeah. and yeah. they're when they're driven by ads they're driven by clicks they're driven mm-hmm. by trying to get you know people to trying to get people onto their website right mm-hmm. uh, Windows Central is not an ad driven company we have a storefront we sell mobile phone accessories and stuff like that and we sell software uh, through we resell software and stuff like that so i'm i'm really really lucky and blessed to be in a position where i don't have to clickbait nice. and you know you'll never see a title on windows central that doesn't reflect the content of the article you know mm. um we also focus a lot on guides and stuff like that like you know how to do your networking on xbox stuff like that and people come through google mm-hmm. you know we, we're lucky to be more of a tech site than a game site because it is like you say is the gaming the gaming blogs mm-hmm. us the ones that are sort of you know ones that people say are doing these shady tactics and mm-hmm. stuff like that outrage bait and clickbait and stuff like yeah. that but no nah, i ain't i ain't really in that position as a tech writer so gotcha. i'm i'm lucky but gotcha. i do i do think about youtube as well and yeah a lot of people just want to digest content through youtube and mm-hmm. Sometimes I think maybe I should make YouTube videos, but at the same time, I'm also really lazy and writing is really easy. Fair enough, man. I just love the dynamic. I just love that you two are able to coexist because you represent both sides, and I think that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Because again, that does kind of make their uh, (laughs) that podcast unique. There's not too many times you see someone in the in the media like that with a youtuber doing a podcast that that's what I'm, it, it's one of the best and um also like lord attic said it's like i actually we actually like act as if you guys are like the fortune tellers of everything xbox right <laughs> so holding on to like some of the biggest leagues the rumors way ahead of time yeah so, attic, well, attic thinks i know everything about yes, attic. attic thinks we know everything yes everything. <laughs> right so how hard is it to hold on to this information like in this clickbait culture that's the first part of the question the second part is like has microsoft ever really been pissed at you too for knowing something <laughs> like this? microsoft <laughs> ever pissed at me uh hello did you see the crackdown video true, yeah. true, true that part was more for jazz but i know i got a second but the first part is just like how hard every video ran made probably like there's a good 40 percent chance someone's rolling up in my dms <laughs> I, I know that there are there are people at xbox who really don't like me and don't mm. like what we do and mm. that's that's fine okay. but like at the same time it's like i'm competing with other leakers i don't mm. i actually i honestly don't like leaking stuff i don't like spoiling surprises if i if i can like if i can keep hold of something and not spoil like a big reveal at e3 i'll do it mm-hmm. but the thing is like i got competitors like brad mm-hmm. like and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. and if i feel like like there's a chance they're gonna leak something like 
Yeah. Uh, like Anaconda, Brad tweeting, I'm going to write an Xbox article. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, he knows. It, it, it's like, Jez, Jez got that. Jez, Jez just makes those articles just in case. Oh, no, up. I'm going to just leak it. <laughs> we do. We have things pre written. Uh, we have things pre written to publish in case out of a we question. find out someone else is going to leak it. So, I have a question for you, Lord Jez. Uh, has there ever been something that, uh, that you wanted to leak, but then it got leaked mm-hmm. before you could. Uh, yeah, I think so. R- Randall probably remember better than me. My memory is really terrible. Um, <laughs> there, was, like, there, there was something I remember you getting was... about because you. Oh had yeah, so Brad. Brad scooped me on the um the discless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh. and I, I started, and I, I DM'd Rand. I was like, "Shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I was like, "There ain't no way he's scooping me on Anaconda." So, <laughs> no worries. Hold on, super chat, right quick. Eternal should die. Question for Jazz: Have you ever considered Rand to be part of Windows Central and move the podcast to be part of Windows Central? Oh, he's trying to get uh, Rand paid. I, I haven't told. Him. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't told Rand this, but I've actually been trying to trying Woo! to. And oh, nah. I, haven't, I haven't told Ran that because in case it doesn't fall through, I don't want Ran to be disappointed. But now we uh, know, so I'll fuck that up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the sorry, whole, sorry, have, sorry. have you ever made a video that got people pissed? Yes. I made that crackdown video back in 2017 on that stream that they did. You guys know which one I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. right? I don't know. It was it was it was warranted. I was proud of you, bro. Um, I was proud of you. It was honest. I had a lot. Of, I had a few people at Xbox hit me up and yeah. not appreciate that video. And then I had mm. a bunch of people at Xbox say it needed to be said. Mm. Well, let's just say there was some people, uh, mm. powerful people that did not appreciate that video yeah. uh, yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. And I learned really quickly uh, that uh, it's sometimes it's about how you say something rather like yes than like you know what I mean like it's mm-hmm. how you it's how you say something like and I thought maybe I was a little bit you know I called it an abortion of a stream <laughs> and like that, and yeah. the best choice of words Dude, right? uh, I don't remember if it was you oh. did you say like the whole crackdown team unfollowed you on Twitter yeah they all did they all they all did and. Uh, Someone at yeah, someone at Microsoft called me an amateur and an idiot. Oh, I replied yeah. back to him saying, "Well, if I'm, I, I may be an amateur, but so's your crackdown marketing." Oh team. my god! <laughs> oh, he busted back. So um, <laughs> it's all good though. As for sitting, like I've sat on so much info that I've never said anything about. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, I'll give you two examples. Go for it. Um, mm-hmm. the Anaconda Lockhart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew those two code names and what they were a week before Jez posted. Mm. And I could have easily had made a video saying that, but I really value the people that give me tips mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I would never do that at all, period. So I just sit on it and mm-hmm. wait for somebody else like Jez or Brad Sams or somebody mm-hmm. uh, down the line to then say something. And then I'd be like, then I'll make a video. And um, we respect that. Man. In another in another situation, because mm-hmm. Jez will actually corroborate this, mm-hmm. I knew Digital Foundry mm-hmm. was going to be checking out the X. Remember, Jez? That, that was, was a big. big one. That was a big one. That and was. A I, big I didn't. One. I didn't make a video about it. Mm. Um, I waited until Jez to make that. it. What? Mm-hmm. I leaked that. Yeah, I really leaked it, but but I knew. Remember, because we were talking in DMs, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying well, to because you knew you knew a part of the story. 
He well, said, I'm I, trying to remember. You knew a part of the story, and then I knew someone uh, who knew the I other remember. part of the story. Mm-hmm. And once I told yeah. you that, you're, you, we, we put you know two and two together. Yeah, and we were like, oh, and then yeah. Um, <laughs> so, there's, so, there's so there's so much that I just can never really remember anything. Yeah, and plus yes. uh, I remember um back in the day when the Scalebound game got uh canceled, Rad was tight about that. He was like, I was gonna make a video. Jez and Tim talked me out of making that Scalebound's cancel oh, video. Man. I went to both I'll of never them. Forget that. That was I so went to funny. both of them. Uh-huh. And I said to Jez, I'm like, I think Scalebound's canceled. And Jez's <laughs> first words to me, impossible. They'll never cancel Scalebound. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I, I have this guy who's who's like 100%. Everything he tells me turns out to be true. He says, like, there's major issues with the game and all these different things. And I and and him and Tim were like, dude, you sound like Alex Jones right now. <laughs> and then literally like a like week later. Factor. <laughs> a, week, a, week, a week later, Jez gets the exclusive that it was canceled. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, man. When, when, when Rand told me that, I was like, nah, there ain't no way they'll cancel that. The PR fallout of no, no, that question. And to be fair, it has been terrible. The people still bring that up even now. But like, I started, I started digging, and I was like, oh, God, Rand's... Runs right. <laughs> no, that's no, the people that did. No, I trust Rand. I trust him. No, no, you saw the game at E3. It didn't run particularly well, and I thought Crackdown oh, yeah. ran better than how that game ran. Yeah, it wasn't so, running. It didn't look too good back no, then. But no, I, just how did you feel when you found out it was officially canceled? It's like I don't even want to talk to Rand right now. <laughs> I was, I was, like I was really shocked to be honest because I thought I didn't think they'd take the PR hit, but Phil, Phil, just maybe, maybe the old Xbox wouldn't have taken the PR hit, but mm-hmm. Phil was just like, "Now I don't know the real, the the full story behind all of why it was cancelled and stuff like that." But mm-hmm. clearly, mm-hmm. they weren't happy with the way things were going, mm-hmm. and rather than just let them string, string, string it along, they just cancelled it. And I think I was, I was surprised. Brilliant. And I think in that we sort of got an insight into. Mm-hmm. How Microsoft are going to do things when it comes mm-hmm. to second party deals moving forward? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely surprised. That surprised a lot, man. That that shook. I was shocked, man. Net, man, when that thing came out. So salute the Rand for holding on to that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's not about views or money. Like I value people's uh, confidence in me and trust. Dope. So Dope. people can tell me something, and I'm not going to make a YouTube video about it because mm-hmm. nothing's worth. So you know, listen, Cam ran all your secrets because he's not yes, going to let them out. Please, <laughs> you can DM me everything, and I won't say anything. I will make a video about it. You know, and what's so. funny is then he sells out after this is done. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, everyone has complete confidence, and they told me all the secrets. Let's make a video. <laughs> ah, God forbid. Oh, that's cool, man. I, I had to ask you two that question because I know you guys go through it. So, all right, Lord hey, Rand. Rand, Rand won't even tell me things. Oh, wow. That's that's how that's how trustworthy Rand is. <laughs> that's you, what you mean? I tell you stuff all the time. What are you talking you about? You don't tell me after things. I tell you. I know you don't. You know under him, so <laughs> he can command you to tell him <laughs> all information. Be careful. Be careful, Rand. I, I, I tell Rand, you, Rand, Rand gives me the scraps. You know, <laughs> I tell you everything. 
that look, I, I, I don't know. This is going in. I love it. I agree that Rand actually secretly knows everything that's happening at Xbox. And so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Attic, Attic is convinced. I, I agree. Know. I agree with Attic. Well, what's funny is like what's funny is every almost every year Ram uh, throw makes an E3 predictions. <laughs> I commented it. I'm like, oh, you mean what's gonna happen at E3 video? <laughs> <laughs> I will say one thing. Uh, Crackdown still wasn't at E3 last year, right? <laughs> you were so happy he got one thing wrong. I was, oh dude, I was so hyped. He was like, it's it's not going to be there. And then when it was so percent right. He's got to throw red herrings in there. You know, he's got to make, he's got to yeah. look a little he's bit setting bad. You up. Like, you really don't understand. <laughs> wasn't it behind closed doors? Yeah. 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 No, it was there. Yeah, it was, no, it was there. It was there. Yeah, yeah. It was there. It was there. No, yeah. I, I think I said that. It oh, and you said Halo wasn't going to be there. Well, it wasn't. Tr- it was. Look, that, that's how you know Wait, I don't know everything. Or no, I think I, I'm starting to think. Uh, uh, King, right, double, I think, that, that's yeah, a double bluff. Run new. Yeah, I think he's starting, starting to trip people up. Like, oh my you know, god! You do the real predictions. You're like, okay, now we're gonna put the bullshit in this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Red. So being that uh. Your debut at the round table was all the way back at IOP 28. So uh, similar to Kid Smooth, you haven't been on since we've changed our format. So what I'm going to need is Lord Rand's top five video game or franchises of all time. Of all time. Doing this to me now? Let's go. All time? All right. All time. One Halo. That's easy. Woo! Mm. All time, all time, all time. Um, <laughs> Final Fantasy. Okay. Two. two. Like two. not like Final Fantasy two, but like Final Fantasy the first. Also. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Um, okay. we're for just doing like strictly franchises. Yeah, what's your favorite uh, Final Fantasy? I got to put you on the spot. My favorite. The one I played the most is seven. Seven. I, oh, you and Jez. That's why you and Jez are one. A lot of people like six more than seven. The one. That wrong. I. <laughs> I'm gonna get hate for saying this. Oh, nine. I think my favorite's eight. And, oh, really? dude. Now someone gotta boot boot this dude. You gotta <laughs> out, I, right? I, I respect that. I respect I your respect conviction. That. I respect your conviction. I love nine. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed ten quite a bit, but not as much as the other three. It's a uh, I actually really like thirteen. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, so let's see. So we got Halo and Final Fantasy. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Half Life. Wow, you're Half Life guy. Yeah. First time Half Life. No run anywhere near as, as well as I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> Half Life like, was the game that blew my mind back when I first played it on PC. Mm-hmm. All those years ago, being mm-hmm. like a guy like I played Doom and I would play Wolfenstein, right? And it's like mm-hmm. kind of cartoony graphics or whatever. And you get to an end, and the end of the level is always you push a button, load into the next, right? And then you play Half Life and you start a game on a like a, a tram, right? Mm-hmm. And like there's no end of the level, it just keeps on going. And like to me, that was like mind blowing at the time. However, then just kind of was interlinked. It was, and uh. Yeah, so Half Life is definitely top three. So we got Halo, we have Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, we Half-Life. have Half Life, two more. So we have two more. This is two these two are the, more. the games that define you as a gamer. That they just Fortnite, hold a, spe- <laughs> hold a <laughs> Fortnite. special place in your life. 
and none of those Barbie games for those achievements. You, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> none of those Barbie games. <laughs> it, it, and that was the case. He would say Lego, man. I'm sure he got all kinds <laughs> of achievements off the Lego game. Shout out to Maka. Like, what was that? What he put Ben Hur. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game. Remember um, when we fought for like an hour trying to get the last achievement? achievement? Yeah, we were terrible trying to do that. I'm gonna, I, I don't know where this would be, but I'm just going to say it. Resident Evil. Mm. Right? I, I don't know if that would be five or four. Um, Ooh, okay. It is one of my fa- I've played pretty much all of them. Mm-hmm. And I love the franchise. Um, and just because I don't want to take up that much more time, I'm going to just say... A franchise that was my favorite from last quarter. At two of their games were my favorite from the, the 360. You know, it, it, pro- it I probably would be Grand Theft Auto. Like I'd be like Grand Theft Auto. Clear. I love Grand Theft Auto, mm. but that's kind of like the easy thing. I'll just say Bioshock. Okay. Because Bioshock okay. One and Bioshock Infinite were like two of my absolutely top five games from the 360 generation. Now let me let me say this because I've held on to Lord Jez's top five from ilp 60 and this is why you two are friends because he had number one final fantasy 7 he had as this his wasn't rehearsed or <laughs> original bioshock and his number mm-hmm. five was resident evil 2 so you guys share three top franchises now here to what rounds out for lord jazz he has a uh, world of warcraft and monster hunter world so mm. lord jazz do your top five need any revising or are you are we talking back? franchises or games franchises or games either one because you have <laughs> well, probably, he's about to take all oh, about to change him. To change him. <laughs> well i'm gonna i'm gonna strip out monster like as a franchise Ooh, i really okay. like monster Hunter world but i haven't played the other games in the franchise Ooh. and that was the first one the game i played so in that place i'll probably put fallout um, so he threw Monster Hunter into the bushes. You gonna put Fallout seventy six? I'm sure yeah. King is loving that. Throw yeah, that I love the fact that he threw Monster Hunter into the bushes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's not just that, but like Fallout three. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've, been, I've been gone back and started playing Fallout one as well. You know. What about that seventy six right. though? I've got, I've got about 130 hours in 76. No, wow. okay. You're the only person that I've spoke to that even likes the game. Um. <laughs> And no, I I, I want to know why. Though. It's um now I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's some kind of amazing game because right. it is a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it six out of ten in our review, mm-hmm. and you know, and it's it's pretty it's pretty lame how Bethesda treated everyone when they launched this game. It was I like, said, did you get the canvas back? I didn't get the canvas back. <laughs> but I I ain't even talking about that. I'm talking about like. Basically, they had, they had a beta test you had to pay to get into, uh, which is which is yeah, you could only get into the beta if you pre-ordered the game. And mm. like maybe if they'd done a real beta test, maybe right. it wouldn't have been so broken. Mm. And the game's still broken. Like even after like several major patches, it's still it's still rough, you know. And um, but that said, uh, it does have really great environmental storytelling, like holotypes and stuff to explore and that all the stories intersect and interweave and people are discovering all sorts of secrets mm-hmm. like in the narrative, which I enjoy. I enjoy exploration games. It's also got that scavenging sort of survival gameplay loop, which I find addictive and sort of almost meditative, like like Conan Exiles. I got like over a hundred hours in Conan Exiles. I like my survival mode. It's it's got that aspect. And- too. And Jez, does it have crafting? 
That's crafting. We know how you feel about that. The whole game, the whole game really revolves around crafting because like the the plans for crafting are really rare. And when you get one, it's like, oh yeah, I got that cool plan for a a toilet or something. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, and and I know that's not for everyone. I know it's not for everyone. I find it addictive. But but yeah, it's like. Again, I'm not putting Fallout 76 is the worst Fallout game. I'm not going to sit here and claim otherwise, but mm-hmm. um as a franchise, I've got like I've got well over 200 hours in Fallout 3 in New Vegas and maybe wow. about 100 hours in Fallout 4. Wow. You know, um I I love I love the franchise. It's amazing. See, I, I just couldn't um, trust Anchorman's uh, take on it. That was, <laughs> I, listen, I understand he's a super fan so but mm-hmm. everybody was piling on the game. And I was interested in the game, but very afraid to even purchase the game from all the negative stuff that I was hearing from it. And mm-hmm. you're just the first person that I heard that actually put in the hours well, behind the game. So I just well, I really you know, like originally. Originally, I wasn't even going to review the game. Um, right. I, one of my I was going to get like one of our colleagues to review it, and I generally only I'm I'm lucky that. You know, because I'm in charge of the game and coverage, I only have to really review games that I really care about. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like some of the other writers, I just say, "You've got to review this this week, and if mm-hmm. you don't, you're fired." Whoa! Uh, I, I don't say it like that, but he's previewing. He's setting up the preview of how it could be for you. <laughs> you know, the great thing about YouTube is, is no there is no boss. I make, every, you know, I make every decision, and if I don't want to make a video, I don't have to. Not mm. if you work for Jess. is his own boss. <laughs> yeah. Not if you work for Jess, you ain't. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, I'm, nah, I'm an awesome boss. Just, just ask Mac Brown. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he loves me. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, but I after seeing all the hate the game was getting, and also mm. because like I'm a you know a Fallout fan, I mm. thought you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a proper you know going over, and I've actually written two reviews of the game, sort of. I wrote I wrote the scored review and then last week I wrote the things that are good about Fallout 76. So if you are interested in the game mm-hmm. and you want to know what parts of the game are actually fun and work well, read it. Uh, I've written an article about that. Um, <laughs> he said, "Get your behind over there with the fraud self and go read it." <laughs> <laughs> I like the way that you worded that. That was good. How you worded it. You called me a fraud and told me to get my behind over there. And read it. <laughs> oh no, it's just. It's just, it's just Easier, for, it's just lazier for me to make you read something and tell you about. It. But, uh, but, uh, but you know, there's there's a lot there's a lot of good things in the game. But listen, man, listen, there's a lot of broken stuff. Fallout's on your list. We've taken Monster Hunter World off. We've put in for, uh, the Fallout as, franchise. As franchise. If 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 we're talking just franchises, I'd have to probably put Dragon Age and Mass Effect on there as well. Mm. Wow. Um, I've got like. I've got hundreds and hundreds of hours in the Dragon Age franchise too. Absolutely oh, too. Love that game. Um, Love franchise. Dragon Age Origins. Mm. Played it so many times. Mm. Um, also, like Mass Effect as well. Oh, I yeah. love Mass Effect one and two and Same. three. I actually like three as well. Me too. Um, even mm. though that's like the game everyone. I know everyone gets all mad with the ending. The Mass Effect, yeah, yeah, Mass Effect three and Andromeda kind of like. Mm-hmm. Aspect three was so polarizing. With the polarizing, ending. yeah. Remember, they had to redo the ending. They added more content. Remember? Yeah. It, you know what? I I haven't actually gone back and checked that out yet. You've no, oh, dude. You got to do it because here's the thing. Depending on with what, no spoilers, uh, what choices you picked, they've added more context to that choice. Yeah. Cho- so, I mean, the game's like how old at this point? What do you I mean? know. I just you know, listen. 
You, Ra- you... Rand, Rand is like when a game starts being, <laughs> starts being like more than two years old, it doesn't exist to Rand. It's Dude, it's like, like a, Mass Effect Three came out in what twenty ten? It's nine years old. It's still better than ninety nine percent of games that come out now. Mass Woo! Effect in my the Mass Effect Three or Mass Mass Effect franchise is in my top ten, right? Right. And I've I'll say like. The ending is the worst ending I've ever seen to a video game <laughs> franchise. Jesus. But it didn't like the whole the game was the ending. The whole game was the ending. Right, mm-hmm. but let me let me let me just finish saying it's like there's this talk about like like it's uh, Break what's, it the, down. what's the right way to say this, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, it's a political I'm, rant. I've always go. <laughs> more about I've been always more about the journey rather than the destination, right? Okay, okay. So even though the destination of Mass Effect 3 was a trash heap, right? Mm-hmm. The journey, like that destination Fire. doesn't negate the entire journey Facts. that you Remember went the, through. The suicide right? mission for part two. Yeah. Part two. Oh. Is one the, I mean, the, two. one of the best. Right up. Games, best games ever made. Right. So like the fact that all like they're hyping up Mass Effect and like all these decisions, how it matter. And the ending was literally, it's either red, blue, blue or green. And I'm like, that's it. That's it. Are you freaking kidding me? Red, you are correct. Now, Rent, I have to ask you the question. I have to test your fraudness now. Did you go back <laughs> after they updated the ending? After the outcry was just what you said when everyone agreed with you that it wasn't up to snuff based on the journey, right? Did you go back? Did yeah, you, I'm I curious mean, in that question too. Let's go. Oh, we. As a person with a million gamer score, no. think I oh, here we go. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I, I watched. I watched the stuff on YouTube. I watched the changes. I watched okay, the things okay. they added. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I still love Mass Effect One, Two, and Three. The journey mm-hmm. that I went on was mm-hmm. amazing, and that can't be negated by that ridiculous, <laughs> dumb ending. I can't believe they thought people would like that, dude. I mean, I, I like it. I like Listen. pretty colors. <laughs> Red, blue, Red, green, and blue, man. Shout out, Odo, shout out to Lord Boom, man, with the super chat, with the $10 super chat. Thank you so much, bro. Much appreciated to have you in the room. Thank you so that's, that's, that's my flight buddy. That's shout our buddy. Out to yeah. flight. That's our E3 flight buddy. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. We're so all on the same flight. We're going to own that flight. flight. And you exactly. know what sucks about being way over here in Virginia? I don't get a flight buddy unless it's Anchor, man. He don't go anywhere. <laughs> no, but you you get a going home flight, buddy. That is true. You, you, yeah, to the airport. Yeah, but hey. Shout out to Leonidas. He said this is his favorite podcast on the Citadel. Salute. That's that effect right there. No, but I, I hear you, man. I ran, I do hear what you're saying. And for three games to culminate in that ending, I understand the outrage. I completely understand. But in the same token, I agree with Jez that part two, one leading up and then part two itself, man. You know what I'm saying? It was amazing. I mean, I, I mean, I I didn't play the third one, but to mm. my understanding, like the ending was the same regardless what your choices were. Is that correct? I mean, pretty much, yeah. Now, I do feel like a little bit on Rand's side. You know, if you mm-hmm. completely revolve the entire franchise around, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know the cause and effect system, mm-hmm. you can't have the same ending. Like, yeah, hold, hold on, we got Sam in the chat. He said when he interviewed Drew, Drew Kaspersian, he said it was one of the it was of the opinion that the team at Bioware simply wasn't given enough time to properly nail the ending for Mass Effect Three. So yeah, uh, I mean that's, that's, that's you know what happened, right. man. About eighty percent through, they let that Andromeda dude take over. Cognito, I gotta say, 
What's I up? sat there after finishing that ending, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, I was so disappointed Hello. that I started to try to like, like this can't be like, there's got to be more to it. Mm -hmm. And then that rumor <laughs> started floating around about how Shepard was indoctrinated yes, at one now. point. Mm -hmm. And then I started to, I'm like, oh man, if that's the true ending, bravo to bioware because that's ballsy right? that would be ballsy that's yeah. ballsy and then i remember angry joe made a video about it mm -hmm. and all these different and it was like man this really lines up right yes. this really lines up and then they're like no he's not indoctrinated they're like nobody like, shot oh, it down God. i agree i agree it, that, that, those fan theories were actually better than the ending <laughs> <laughs> oh but we gonna move on because we're talking about mass effect all day, day. <laughs> so, i'm installing it right now <laughs> <laughs> last week's poll results are in and the people have spoken well, last, last year. week last year yeah last oh year. i'm about to say bro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people have spoken in regards to the recent ashen multiplayer setup fact released by the studio do you think these steps are acceptable for cooperative gaming i guess i gotta say 2019 now <laughs> the winner at 51 percent of the vote was the no this antiquated state of co-op is unacceptable. No more friends codes group. Coming in at second place at 33% was the I don't care. Y'all didn't keep that same energy with Monster Hunter World co-op. <laughs> Coming in at last place with only 16% of the vote was the yes. Clearly a design choice by the developer adds a unique charm to the game group. Shout out to all the lords who participated in last year's poll. I got to go straight to Lord Raid. Lord Rand, <laughs> you did a great <laughs> review on this. How do you feel about these poll results, sir? What What was the question again? Ashen's, <laughs> Ashen's cooperative. Oh, Ashen's co-op. Yes. I don't understand why they did that. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, in 2019, if if you make a game that's co-op, I should be able to easily invite the person. I think now, money involved. I think now, I mean, I was able to play the entire game and co-op with my friend. Mm -hmm. So it didn't impact me, right? Mm -hmm. But I know it impacted other people, and I and I get what the developers it almost gave kids me the heart attack. Yeah, yeah. I get what they wanted to do. It wanted they wanted to have that kind of journey vibe to it. Like at any point in time, mm -hmm. it's a real person and not an AI character. Mm -hmm. But it, it did seem like it was poorly implemented. The fact that I had yeah. to like we both had to check on the multiplayer filter <laughs> and put in the same code. Like what is this a Nintendo Switch? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, Ashen's a cool game too. Like I, I enjoyed it quite love a, quite a bit, especially love in co-op. So yeah. love the. I, I don't understand why they did it that way. It's weird. I agree. Hopefully, we fingers crossed. We won't spoil too much, but hopefully, we the lords should be getting some answers soon from one of the developers. So stay tuned for that. So we we Jess definitely is tight with those guys. Ooh, Anna Pura, come on, Jazz, let me get the hookup. <laughs> but um, no, nah, is like who? <laughs> when I, when I interviewed them, I I told them not even to put the friend code in. Mm, oh, so you're the one that saved it by even throwing the friend code in, huh? Oh, no, no, no. I told them not to add that. I, I was just like, can leave it completely. Oh, Jez wants to see the world burn. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, cool. oh you, you put it in there. You can play with strangers. Oh, you're going to put another feature where you can't play with your friends. No, we don't need that. We want to play with nothing but strangers. Because playing with blueberries is always the efficient way to do it. He just want everyone to suffer, man. Oh, man. So stay tuned for the uh, latest poll that'll be cooking up at the end of the show. Let's get into these topics, Lords. We got a lot to discuss. So um, we're going to start off with Microsoft and um, this multifaceted next-gen approach. So uh, 
Peter Rumors that we know thus far, I want to shout out Lord Jez, Lord Rand, of course, and uh, Lord Brad Sams, he's been on it as well. And uh, Lord Rand and Jez, you guys can feel free to update me if my information is incorrect, because I know we were away, I hope he was away when a lot of this I'm stuff. Sure Jez will. Yes. So first, what we have is the current generation of Xbox One S, kind of like being some revision with the Maverick, right? Almost like a discless Xbox One S, possibly 2019. And then we're hearing about the Roma, right? Which appears to be some kind of digital onboarding service. Should I say, Jazz? Is that is that correct, Ren? Is it like some kind of onboarding Roma, so to speak, in conjunction with the S? Uh, oh, you guys don't know. Okay, so we won't leave it alone. From, I think from, that was, I heard Roma was more sort of like the uh, kind of like the evolution of UWP and yes. this oh, platform thing. Right. So, okay, right. fair yeah. yeah, yeah, go on. Okay, so we got that, and then um, obviously we have um, we also heard about Anthem, which is not the EA game, but the Project X Cloud kind of centered around the Xbox One S architecture. Then moving on, we kind of got the big boys, which is the Scarlet family, the next generation devices, which should consist of Lockhart, you know, which again, the Scarlet next gen equivalent of the Xbox One S, and of course, the big boy, the Anaconda. Which should be the high end or the you know the Scarlet Pro. So rounding all out of all of this will be you know Anaconda equivalent of the Project X Cloud. We're still hearing about more studio acquisitions. Great video ran by the way. Um, possible VR, the expansion of Game Pass, and uh, shout out to Lord Judge Gordon on this one with the patents for some Xbox resistive controller designs. So. All this is still rumor. All this is speculations with very good sources. Some in the room, <laughs> but um, just based on what we currently know this far, in your opinion, is this multi-prong approach? Is it the correct direction by Microsoft, or is do you think this is just way too confusing for the average consumer? I um, now I've had some extra thoughts about this recently because mm -hmm. um, obviously, me and Brad have completely different sourcing on this because mm -hmm. he, he had more information about he had roma i never heard of roma or anything like that i think roma is the digital onboarding service not right. the uwp thing which is called right. game core os mm -hmm. um so he had he had definitely he definitely had different sourcing than me mm -hmm. um now i don't know for a fact for a fact that it's going to release as two devices what it might be is that these are two separate prototype devices and they might end up they might end up deciding to go with just one of them mm, gotcha. i don't think i don't think there's any hard evidence right now mm. that they're going to release two SKUs. now mm. they, they may well be releasing two SKUs, but at the very mm. least there are two scarlet consoles that exist today mm -hmm. that have different specs and mm -hmm. that's what that's what they're working with right now gotcha. now I don't know if you guys have been seeing the news recently, but mm -hmm. Apple has recently mm -hmm. taken pretty massive stock hit and a lot of controversy mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. about uh, about its approach to the latest iPhone line mm. and and how they were saying like the iPhone XR didn't sell as well as they thought mm -hmm. and um, and stuff like that because like even though the iPhone XR is a really good device. It's still seen by people as the the bad iPhone, mm. and they can't afford the good iPhone, so they just completely skipped over it completely. Right. I think there's like I think there's definitely an argument to be made that mm. releasing two different SKUs could be confusing for consumers, mm. or even just like it could like completely mm. undermine the idea of having like mm -hmm. you know 
someone would be like, oh, I'll just get the XS, but then mm-hmm. um, I'll just get the mm-hmm. the S2, or whatever mm-hmm. we call it, or the Scarlet, the right. Scarlet Light, should we call it? Mm-hmm. I'll just get that, mm-hmm. and but then that'll be the console that everyone regards as the bad console. Gotcha. Which you mean you're referring to Lockhart is what you're saying? Yeah, okay. be the, the the console that people regard as a bad console, and mm. I might just end up going to PlayStation just so they don't have to make that choice. I no, I think... have... Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Lord Jez. I was just going to say, I do think that with the mid-generations this mm-hmm. gen, I think next gen, if you launch with two, it'll be a little bit more open to it because, you know, we've we've dealt with mid-gens for a couple years now. So people, they're at least a little bit more, you yeah. know, noticeable when it comes to two different think, kinds um, of SKUs. I think I think the way if they're gonna if they are gonna go with two SKUs, I think the the low the lower end SKU needs to be significantly cheaper. Gotcha. So that can so that can be like so so it can sort of slip into that sort of budget conscious yep. market. If it's just slightly cheaper, then they're kind of they're kind of undermining they're, yeah, they're undermining right. it a bit. Right. So, so we're talking three hundred for Lockhart, four hundred for PlayStation Five, five hundred for Anaconda, right? Would that be significantly uh, cheaper? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Okay. Well, be, I wonder how people like. I wonder how people would react. That would if, be interesting. Yeah. If yeah. Lockhart is has like less teraflops than say the X, right? Hmm. Apparently, now apparently, this the current rumor is that Lockhart is either lower spec or equivalent to the X. And that it will be boosted by the CPU, so, right? So yeah, some, that's what I'm hearing. Because that's what I was thinking. Like you have mm-hmm. the access to yeah, and, or, or like hardware refinements. Because you got to remember, the current Xbox operating system is a bit of a mess, and yeah. that's why um, you know the the dashboards as laggy as it is. And so there there might be like there's there's a range of things they can do to get more juice out of it, but keep the cost down. And and cooling is one of them, and, and yeah, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Shout out to Ryan the Professional. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. Continue, Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Mm-hmm. Because um the the whatchamacallit, the X has the liquid cooling system, right? So if they can come up with a solution that uh is a little bit more cost effective and with the new CPU inside, mm-hmm. I, I see I say probably keep the same specs, but if they can change uh the the cooling. Mm-hmm. I think it can bring the cost down. I'm I'm saying like uh, two seventy nine, two ninety nine uh, for the cheaper version uh, to make it come in uh, with that price point. Because like when you when you flash a price point on the screen or when you walk into the store and you see a price point of like two ninety nine, we all know it's three hundred dollars. Right. But it's something the way that it's shown, it tricks your brain into affordable, right? And instead of saying three hundred, but two ninety nine, <laughs> that weird dollar changes your opinion of it. They so, want that first number being in the, the the smaller number than it right. really is. It's two ninety nine, right? So okay, so it comes in. Let's say it comes in a hundred dollars cheaper than the PlayStation Five, right? Which will be at a higher spec than that lower spec Xbox. But then you have the higher spec Xbox, which will probably be five hundred. Um. I don't think it's going to be too much confusion because I believe the masses, the early on masses gravitate towards the cheaper option. Mm-hmm. If they can get the same amount of gameplay out um, for cheaper, 
right. then they will go with the cheaper option. Let me let me ask you, King, and let me ask Rand this. Now, as far as the that get that multi-skew approach, we, we're assuming with, with Scarlet, with Lockhart and Anaconda. Like, do you think this may be a result of them looking at the success of the Xbox One X, right? And remember, let's be honest, like when the X was announced, it was kind of announced at the same time the S was debuting, so to speak. And everybody was like, no, what are you doing? Remember, like, it's like a mistake. Yeah. You can't do that. So, like, do you think because of the success of the X that they're extra confident now to say, hey, this is something that we can provide almost like a cell phone model, so to speak, Ram? I don't think it's confusing that there's two, like, like I mean, they did it with the 360. There was the Pro and the Arcade. Yes. One had the hard drive, one didn't. I don't think I don't think consumers will be confused that hey, here's one. This plays games better than the other. Mm -hmm. What could be con confusing mm -hmm. is is the X and the S still being carried forward, and what right. games work where? Yeah, like let's say hypothetically, the rumors are true, and it's two systems in the future, right? You have Anaconda, you have Lockhart. But right. they're still going to be selling the X, and they're still going to be selling the X and the S. And then supposedly there's also the discless one, Maverick. Right. right. That's five SKUs right. on the store shelves at 2020. Mm -hmm. Now that could be a little, I could see being confusing yeah. to uh, mm -hmm. someone who's not in the know, not the hardcore. Like we'll know, right? right. People listening to this podcast will know. Mm -hmm. uh, the hardcore gamers who are buying it day one will know. Fence. But I can see that being a little bit confusing to some because they'd be like, so does the X play the new Call right. of Duty? Mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like that could be a little confusing because I'm still not really sure on what the future. I think they're going to kill Yeah, I'm just not really sure what the future of the X and the S are going to be, to be. for Microsoft, especially with, you know, the, another discless version. So right. Until that kind of until we start seeing Microsoft's messaging on this, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I don't know. Like I, I kind of, I kind of do think they are going to release two systems mm -hmm. because from the rumors, it's like one system's like incredibly more powerful than the other. Right. Mm -hmm. And I understand, like you know, because because I, I believe Sony did this with Neo when mm -hmm. it was codenamed, you know, Neo with the Pro. They had one version that was more powerful but more expensive. And then one version that was cheaper and it was like, okay, once some point they decided we're just going to do this one. So, I mean, Jez is right in that aspect where it literally could be, these are the two systems we're thinking about releasing and we're right. going to pick one. Right. Right. But they do seem to be kind of like really far apart spec wise where it's mm -hmm. like, are they, is it, are they really like, we're either going to go balls to the wall <laughs> or we're going to release a system that's going to get destroyed by the PlayStation 5 and spec, right? Right. It's like, okay, I'm not really sure those are like kind of two comparable choices there. So to me, it almost reads like there, it's going to be two skews. Mm. And, and the reason why I believe that it's going to be two skews is because I don't believe Phil gives up the power narrative. I, like he said, um, I believe he was on record that that won't ever happen again. Mm -hmm. So in that respect, I do believe that they're going to go with the two options, but I think they kill off the S and I believe because um, shout out to Digital Foundry mm -hmm. uh, and they just did a video with, uh, it was uh, the, the end of an era with the S uh, and I believe, you know, they kill that off. And I do believe in mm -hmm. that same genre, in the same area, mm -hmm. the X 
fall catches the axe as well. Because that's what, that's what Lord Jess said last time we had him on. Yeah, it's <laughs> move asked him about the fate of the ex. Jess said irrelevant. Yeah, I believe I believe so, and I believe Ooh. going forward, those two skews uh, become the the dominant uh, uh, you know in the hierarchy. I believe they those two right. skews. So what about this Maverick that is an S? That's what I was just. So about is to it ask. getting axed right. before it can even live? I believe it dies. I believe okay. it was a is a concept that they I put out and the, it was looking. The idea behind Maverick is literally the clues in the code name. It's it's designed to do something different, and they're basically sending it out to see how the market responds to it. They're mm. they're, they're testing the waters to see if people really are truly that married to the disc drive or not. Mm, almost um, like an experiment, which makes sense. Yeah. So crazy. like they've they've got two years basically to dis to dis see how well Maverick performs against the regular disc based S. Mm -hmm. And they can see, well, you know, is it worth us having multiple SKUs of Scarlet consoles that have disc drives and don't have disc drives, you know? Right. But like they, they are testing the waters there and mm -hmm. they need to because if um if a competitor like i don't know let's just say apple or google for example if a competitor comes along and they come with a discless skew mm -hmm. and people love it mm -hmm. and microsoft or, and sony don't have that option and they get caught with their pants down in uh, where another company's innovated and predicted the market better than they have mm -hmm. so they're not leaving anything to chance and i think Maver the whole point of maverick is to test the war just uh google and uh, what is it? Amazon have released discless SKUs. Yeah, well, um, exactly. Exactly. It's just like an example. If I mean, right. yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm Google saying... has like extreme. There's some like extreme challenges that Google would have to <laughs> yeah. overcome to to get <laughs> yeah. to a point where they could challenge Xbox and PlayStation. But I'm just saying, like, you know, it's it's Microsoft has this sort of, I don't know almost like trepidation now when it comes to hardware because they, they totally screwed up smartphones. Microsoft could have been, you know, the smartphone mm -hmm. king. They, they had everything positioned properly to become the smartphone kings, and they screwed it up. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they Amazon just announced that they've sold 100 million Echo devices now. And Microsoft could have been there too, but they, they screwed it up. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think, like, where, like, in the past or other... Microsoft divisions have sort of not innovated fast enough. I think Xbox is sort of like, you know what, we can't afford to not try these things, you know, right. and have a disc. Absolutely. Experience. Absolutely. Let me get some comments in before I get it to solve and uh, add it. Uh, Mad says uh, they'd be better off keeping the Xbox One X alive, selling it for 300 and Anaconda for 500. Uh, Sam Tolbert, he had mentioned that uh, he thinks they need to stay away from the one branding to make the distinction clear. For that yes. scarlet brand so I, I actually agree with him on that big time yeah. they, they will because i um, don't think they need to do they, anything with the word one in it from here on out yeah. <laughs> the, the whole the whole point of the one in xbox one refers to one core which is which was the the sort of windows 10 core sort of it wasn't that the code. wasn't that a rumor that's why they skipped windows 9 to go to 10 was for the one thing uh i don't know mm -hmm. i don't know if there's any like hard evidence on why they did that but um but the thing is the the xbox the next xbox is moving again to a new sort of windows mm. core which they're literally which is literally called windows core os right now mm. so it could be called xbox you know uh, thinking about mad's comment 
yes. that's $300. I literally had this conversation with Dealer last night because we were mm-hmm. talking about Shout this. Shout out to Lloyd Dealer. If you go on Best Buy and the websites and GameStop, the X is currently selling for $500. Mm-hmm. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Now, if we assume these new consoles are coming out in two years, mm-hmm. is it feasible Microsoft can cut the price on the X by $200? Mm-hmm. in the next two years and is there any indication of anything they've done with their pricing on any of the xbox models going but dating back to the 360 that would say yes they are going to drop a hundred dollars each year to get to the point where when the next gen comes that's a good point x is 300 which would be right at the price of lockhart which is not a very good value proposition why right. are you selling the x at 300 when this lockhart supposedly is 300 right we're assuming yeah. but it's much yeah, they- more better it's I don't know what they're gonna do because I just can't see like I see maybe a hundred dollar diff. I can right. see the the, no. the the X being four hundred dollars, a fifty dollar mm-hmm. price cut permanent this year, a fifty dollar price cut permanent in twenty twenty. I think getting it down to three hundred by the end of twenty twenty is a tall order. Mm. And I'm not really like I said, I don't know what Microsoft's messaging and what they're doing. So I don't I don't know their plans for the X and the S. Right. Clearly, they have some sort of plans for the S because they built their entire server rack for X Cloud. Exactly, with which is yes. the next point I'll get into before we so, get this all. But and good, look, I'm, not, I'm not a tech dude. I don't really mm-hmm. know much of this stuff. But to me, that says like it's it's like they're gonna like the X will be viable in some way in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, streaming, you know, games to your phones or whatever. And maybe Jazz has more information about this or you know, know more about. It. I'm sure Dealer would because well, he's um, incredibly smart pop- when it comes to this stuff. But mm-hmm. It's um, important to note, like, the, the number one thing that's going to differ between the One consoles and the Scarlet consoles is the development platform. So, like, during the life cycle of Scarlet, um, Microsoft are going to try and push devs over to a different development platform. Well, you know, this is this is my prediction. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the gonna, fact, the fact that you know that you're technically... <laughs> Continue, Lord Jess. Continue. Speculation. Well, speculation. Okay, speculation. Yeah, but they're they're gonna they're gonna yeah, push. Yeah. <laughs> they're um. They're Jess gonna... just definitely pulled a ran. It's my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you have to say it right because plans plans can and do change. Like continue, Jess. You know, once upon a time they there was they were gonna release a Surface Mini and they they cancelled it literally a week before launch. So like, mm. it, when it's, you have to be careful making predictions with these tech companies. Yeah, because um. They don't. They they don't care. They'll, they'll cancel something at a moment's notice. They're not. It's not like Apple, especially with Microsoft. They're they're harder to predict because there isn't like a single business at Microsoft that really matters that much. It's like where if Apple cancelled an iPhone at the last minute, it would kill their business. Where like, if Microsoft, but if Microsoft Microsoft can delay things and the, their whole business would still be safe. So one of the uh, people over there in the elite control, he said like. They almost canceled it a week before that came out. <laughs> yeah, that that's that whole rumor too. But um, basically, the the thing to note about the um, the the main difference between the Scarlet family and the One family is this concept of Game Core OS, which is um, a new a new development platform for Xbox and PC. So it's sort of like extending what they've done with UWP, where a developer can make a game once and extend it across both consoles. Not many games actually use it right now. I think right. like Fallout Shelter is one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. like, uh, 
you can you can guess how powerful it is. The answer is not not very powerful. <laughs> but um, I've been told that GameCore OS is more Win32 like. Um, for those who know, Win32 is like yes. basically the kind of game you get on Steam and stuff yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. So um, in that in that sense, uh, the the One X won't be able to play a game that's made with Core OS that runs a, across PC and Xbox. So mm-hmm. at some point during the life cycle. Of, I mean, round of discussed whether this yeah. will happen or not. We um, we were on two different sides there. I said at yeah. some point there would be a clear de- clear off. line in the sand mm-hmm. where these games will only be playable on Scarlet and not on the regular ones. And you always you always took the opposite approach. You said that they would be playable across all devices. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. and- I was wrong. You were right. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I like that. Right. But I like the fact that he was able to midstream flip it. I, I was wrong, you're right. And, <laughs> it, it diffuses the whole argument. <laughs> no, it's like he said that intentionally, just but okay, you're not gloating. Well, I was because wrong. you didn't like it because you like you like older technology I, I, I to get left behind. Yeah, behind. I didn't I didn't have the info, you know. I, mm. I assumed that I what I assumed was that Microsoft would develop UWP out to a point where they can put UWP on the One X, and you know, and it would work across both. But now, obviously, now new information comes to light. They're just yep. going to abandon. They're just going to abandon UWP, and, and well, not abandon it. But, but they're just going to extend but, it. To but you did have a good thing where you said Microsoft might be going to developers and being, listen, like you're going to have this new gen, but you still have these forty some odd million older, you know, Xbox One S, Xbox One X owners that you can sell games to. Mm-hmm. Unlike the PlayStation 5, which yes. is a refresh, you're selling at zero, right? Right. Yep. And you, you were, and then that kind of fits with Microsoft's whole strategy of what they're actually doing as a company. Mm-hmm. And you, we, we both, when we talked about that, you were like, I think that's what they're going to do. And I'm like, I'm not really sure. I think at some point, is this going to be like, this is for Scarlet? And that's it. I don't think it goes on with that, anything they've been saying to this point. Go ahead. Yeah, let me, sorry, it, let me get you in, man. Go ahead, man. I don't think I, I, I understand that game core it functions differently than UWP, right? And that is the that is the, the sort of the evolution of it. But I think the fact that they've talked about game core being uh within it you're able to create sort of more like container-based uh things mm-hmm. much like what they did with back compat where back compat is literally a container mm-hmm. that emulates hardware in it well I well well, think- well i know i know just so you don't you know uh you know say loads of stuff and then me contradict you i i, I know <laughs> i know <laughs> Nah. Just why I don't shut you down. Let me shut you down early. With stuff that I'm going to speculate on. To be quiet. I, I just, I just know. I just know. Is, I know is things. Another air quote. Air, air quote. Uh, now, this, this is what I know. I know for fact. Oh, so this is your predictions. Got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I know for fact that the Scarlet, the Scarlet consoles will be fully back compatible. Mm, I, right. I know. I know that Scarlet consoles, they run the same development platform environment as the xbox one platform and they have to because that's how you get backwards compatibility and like you say it runs in a container uh, a, a xbox one right. container right mm-hmm. but from what i understand um game core is less containerish mm-hmm. to put it in a technical mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's like it is more exposed, like you like Win32. Like they, they talk about mod, like from what I've seen, is they talked about mm-hmm. mod in, injection based mods, which are like the sort of the mods that people people refer to as mods. 
mm -hmm. injection based mods that are more like developers will probably call them hacks but right they're, they're the ones that people want you know not not like bethesda star mods where they're so they are part of the container or whatever but um yeah that's it no, I hear you. I mean, guys, so I want you to finish your let's, point let's, in general. Let's get those likes up, though. Let's get those likes, y'all, please. Like 80 yeah. people watching. Absolutely, please. And then let's get uh, let's get the technical lord in here, saw man. Like, what do you feel in general with all the all these cold words, all these things, the ass, the anthem, anacondas, mavericks, slackhearts? <laughs> so I, I think like, the question that I have is is, is nobody's necessarily mentioned anthem. So we're everybody's talking about two skews. Yes. How does Anthem figure into this? Is xCloud, or do you not think they're going to give us something that is xCloud specific at a yes. super low price point? Yes. Is, you know what's you know what's funny? Because I thought that I thought Maverick was sort of the vessel for that. So at least the beginnings of that. You know right. what's funny is is Jez mentioned things that he he hears or whatever that you know oh plans change. Jez, are we even sure there's a streaming console anymore? Um, honestly that's a that's a brad sam thing i don't i don't because know i've heard that there is no there. streaming console yeah hmm. i've i've never that's i've never heard anything about a streaming console mm, interesting because that was the initial rumor right that was yes, a, brad a, a, possibly, the, yes. Yeah, a dedicated streaming box and now it's kind of again the latest things that we've been hearing is kind of like what like anthem is almost like a project x cloud centered around s and then we technically should have another version of project x cloud which is centered around anaconda anaconda so right. it's confusing it's confusing and but based on what we've been hearing i kind of agree with you Rand. like i'm not hearing about the dedicated streaming box yeah because you know i remember when brad sams dropped that info he said there would be a streaming console Right. And the, and everybody freaked out because they're mm -hmm. like, Microsoft's going streaming. Oh my <laughs> god, it's, it's over. Everybody. It's over. It doesn't work. And even though like Brad Sams did say they're doing a traditional console, he did had more info about the streaming thing, mm -hmm. which you know Jess says he's never heard about. I heard recently that you know there may be no streaming console. Mm -hmm. Maybe Brad had his you know miscommunication which happens all the time maybe right. you know it was the discless xbox or whatever that yeah you know, I, I i just don't know and mm -hmm. um mike i don't know like I, I am curious to see how xcloud is going to be positioned right like right. um what is if there's a paywall the software uh, right i think like streaming service is, is it going to be XCloud. free Right. Or is the, it was it going to be locked behind some sort of subscription? Will Microsoft say, you know what, if you subscribe to Game Pass, mm -hmm. you can stream as much as you want? You know, mm -hmm. like, and I'm, I, it's going to be really because we don't know anything about the X Cloud other than that like little video they made, exactly. like a four minute video. We don't know how many games are going to be streamable. Right. Well, this, uh, this is this is the thing. This is the thing about X Cloud. Mm -hmm. If if those those um server racks are based on the xbox one s or xbox one x mm -hmm. that means that if you want your game to be on xcloud mm -hmm. you need to have the game core stuff in mm -hmm. it as well right mm -hmm. that that sort of confuses the whole argument mm -hmm. it is it if you is. want get at it you want my point. opinion mm -hmm. i think that xcloud is going to be revolved around uh game pass like it's going to be there you know, um, they're going to always make sure that those games uh, are really friendly with xCloud and they're going to mm -hmm. try to sell that on, you know, Game Pass. You can play all these games on your mobile device. Well, yeah, one one yeah. would think based on the fact how they're beefing up 
you know, Game Pass recently into such a quality service. And it's something that they're really pushing hard. So one would think that obviously, you know, that they want to push xCloud. They want to push that service on it. But I'm with Rand in the sense that how do they solve the point of entry? Right. How do you get this in? Because you can't say like me and King has had this discussion many times where mm -hmm. you can't say, OK, you're going to pay for Xbox Live Gold and then you're going to yeah. have to get the game pass. Like you can't I, tell that to the mobile market. <laughs> I, I, I think mm -hmm. and this is just an opinion because um, I have no fact and I don't work for Microsoft. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> but my, my opinion of it is they kill off live. Um, mm -hmm. Live has been the biggest barrier when it came to the PC, right? Mm -hmm. Because the PC, those guys don't have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, the console guys has always been an uproar. Ah, oh, we have to pay for it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, oh, uh, yeah, for a, a period of time before, you would say and put up the quality of it, right? Mm -hmm. But you had to have something in place that can give you the value mm -hmm. and replace it. Game Pass gives you that value because they're giving away now. If you if you happen to get Game Pass and you have live, you're getting free every month. And it's not free. You pay for it. But um, you're getting an, on an average of probably 10 games a month. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. They have to find a way to cut that bleeding, put them all into Game Pass to show the value of Game Pass and to take away the barrier of the live. Right. So now, across what about the, that revenue stream, King? That's a lot of money you, to walk away from, bro. You don't lose it when you bundle all of that information, all that stuff into mm. Game Pass. You can say, right? I don't think they put, do that without raising the price of Game Pass. Right? No, but they raise the price of Game Pass. Game Pass mm. five dollars. Mm. Let's say they raise the price five because right now it's a, it's a crazy value. It's one dollar. Mm. Oh, so that covers live for the whole year, right? Right. Right. And you get the game pass with the live, with the French ad, all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's something that you can bundle to put to your phones, to put to your tablets. Mm -hmm. And it comes with games already. So you're just not paying just to multiplay with your friends. Right. You're paying for a service that all that stuff is extra, mm -hmm. but you really pay games. Mm -hmm. You understand? So you have the 200 games off the rip mm -hmm. and every month. They will, instead of just releasing them separately for live and, and separately for Game Pass, they would mm. just release those same games that they was going to release for live inside mm. Game Pass. Mm. Listen, man, I mean, this is interesting. I want to jump in. This is, all this stuff is interesting to me. I think the key, I want to shout out Attic. I want to shout out you guys at Planet Xbox. I was listening to you guys this week. It's messaging, man. I mean, all I think about is messaging, messaging, messaging. And we go back to 2013, Rand and Jez. And I just cringe at the one of the worst reveals <laughs> ever. You know what I'm saying? And you know, with digital sharing always online, the used games and how they got killed. And of course, shout out to the Don who had us buy another talk about he had another system for you. <laughs> but um, you know, that's the old regime. You know what I'm saying? That's the old regime. We know Phil is in there, he's changed the culture, you know. And I think right now with services, and he's got two victories. The first to me is the success of the mid console refresh he's proved with the x you know a lot of a lot of us as games even questioned it you know with them revealing it when they revealed it but you know we had piscatello on the show the mpd numbers have shown you know what i'm saying x to be a tremendous success in console revenue you know what i mean so i think that's kind of giving them that confidence to say hey we can do a two-pronged approach you know what i'm saying but again it's got to be the messaging and then the second thing has just been the victory of of game pass and just making i think they're in the point 
of making the point of entry so easy that you don't have an excuse not to have an Xbox, right? They, they, they're doing things with Game Pass, like the $1 thing and, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they want you in that ecosystem at all costs. And I think if they can, again, this is a big if now, if the ultimate wildcard is going to be xCloud, if they can prove that they have an efficient, low latency vehicle for gaming, right? And it's leaps and bounds beyond like a PS Now and so on and so forth. And they've got that Azure infrastructure behind them. They could be in position to dominate with that wildcard, in my opinion. But again, big if, big marketing, the PR better be on point. The skew information, the breakdown better be on point. Those who have the S and the X, what happens to them, that information got to be on point. You know what I'm saying? If they're able to do that, they can be in preparation for the PS5. That's just my opinion. I'm going to leave it with uh, Jez and Rand for you to close out this topic. Jez, you want to uh, mm-hmm. want to touch on this? I mean... I agree with everything you said. It's just mm-hmm. like it's all about messaging. If they are gonna do if they are gonna do two, mm-hmm. then it's gotta be positioned in a way that one doesn't undermine the other, like we've seen with the iPhone X R mm-hmm. and XS or whatever they are. You know, <laughs> um <clears throat> we've gotta they've gotta you know, make sure that X Cloud is demonstrably value for money. You know, mm-hmm. if, if they well, they are probably gonna charge for it because it's gonna cost a lot to mm-hmm. To run that stuff, bandwidth ain't free. Um, it's cheaper for Microsoft because they have their own data centers, obviously. But still, so bandwidth do you, isn't do you free. think it's a, they'll bundle it with a subscription then, like Game I Pass or be. its own thing? Like, will they actually have a third subscription where it's like, no. sign up for uh, XCloud subscription? Well, yeah, I mean that's that's the wild card, you know. It's it's kind of like I'm of the. I mean, if I had to guess, and mm-hmm. again. I don't know what they're doing, but mm-hmm. if I had to guess, I would say it's a tier of Xbox Game Pass, probably. Mm, I would agree. Interesting. interesting. Game Pass is so important to Microsoft. It is. That if they can get it's it's such a cheap it's such a cheap price per month, plus you get all the games that and if you're going after the mobile market like like King said, they're not gonna be pay, like the mobile market wants stuff for free. Mm-hmm. They ain't thinking about paying money. <laughs> certainly not thinking about. Hey, you want to play Halo Infinite? Sure, on my phone. Yeah, how much is it? Well, it's ten dollars, and then you also got to pay another sixty to play it online. Mm-hmm. Doing that's that's DOA, right? That's DOA. But then you also got to think like, okay, Microsoft's gonna have a competitor in this space, and that's Google, right? Mm-hmm. We know they're coming. Mm-hmm. Is Google gonna charge for their service? Can mm-hmm. Google can Google come in there and be like, you know what? You want to play? assassin's creed odyssey stream it right you buy the game or whatever it is mm-hmm. uh we won't charge you to stream the game but mm-hmm. every half an hour mm-hmm. you got to watch an ad because <laughs> they do run youtube yeah. Yeah. ad yeah. platforms on the planet you're right and if and if whatever google's doing if they run it free mm-hmm. then microsoft has to be like well we can't charge for it mm-hmm. right like they would have to be like it's free over here too it's going to be very interesting to see how this whole thing comes together Absolutely. I think think the tech is in people's minds is is still sketchy enough that they can't get away with charging for it in any capacity. You have to hide that cost somewhere. If Google charges for it, again, they have to be demonstrably better to be able to charge for it. 
Mm. I, I just don't think I because again, you, we're talking about the mind of the console gamer, right. as opposed to the mind of the the casual gamer, sort of, or or somebody who might be kind of uh leaning towards seeing what you know Google an online platform from Google looks like. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've been playing it, and it's again when it's great, it's great. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like I'm playing it on an S. Mm-hmm. When it's not, not so much. Like you know, you have a lot of artifacts and stuff like that. So right. it's there. So my that's that's my starting off point. Mm-hmm. And for me, for me to really be excited about XCloud, it has to show that it's better than that. Now let me ask and it has to be and, and, and on a mobile platform as well. Because let again, me add this off because you you you've tested it. You've tested the um what is it the Google service with the Assassin's yes. Creed right? And you 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 came away very impressed right from your early testing. Yeah, very impressed with what what how the game plays in optimal <laughs> situations. You got to you know, tell you the truth. No, 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 no. I know. I come from on live mm-hmm. and all the other crap now. that we've tried. <laughs> we've tried it all. And I'm not going to lie. This is the best. It, it is the absolute best. Now, the only thing is mm-hmm. xCloud is touting this sort of, uh, this sort of lack of a uh, lag mm-hmm. on, mobile devices right, right. Talking about 5g and stuff like right. that and i think when they talk about the games running that well on a mobile device this on wi-fi they really talk about 5g right um because when i tried to play it on wi-fi in my house like again mm. not more than a few feet away from my router mm. it wasn't pretty mm. i think they're gonna surprise you they, they are voodoo magic to make that work right <laughs> Jazz, I'm with you because I've heard some things as well. <laughs> and, um, you know, to the point of, I don't want to say arrogance, but extreme confidence from yeah. what I've heard in reference to xCloud. The things I'm hearing is prepared to be blown away that this this is not going to be a PS Now kind of a situation. Right. Because theoretically, I mean, traditionally, what we've always felt about streaming has always been that. Yeah, you can play some turn based kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can play some maybe side scrolling kind of stuff. But when it came comes to fast twitch, you really can't do that. Right. When you come to FPS and, and, and fighting games and, you know, say that kind of thing, you know, notoriously, you're like you won't be able to do that. So, you know, if they're able to pull this thing off, man, that would be a huge feather in Microsoft's cap. You know hey, what's the yeah, most it, You know what's the most important thing though? Go for it. That we haven't even talked about. Let's go. The games, bro. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you could have the powerful yeah, console if you games? don't if you don't got games. <laughs> yes. You know? Uh, I mean, Microsoft, I mean, went on, they went on the shopping spree this year. Mm-hmm. Got some studios. I, I saw that Col- video, Ren. Let's go. <laughs> I saw Cobral <laughs> throwing out tweets today about some studio mm-hmm. with some rhyming stuff. Right, we're hearing um, more studio. Your video, more studio acquisitions. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think it's going to happen, and 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 good because they said uh, it was. I I I'm going to be brutally honest. Go for it. Microsoft's first party, mm-hmm. this gen, last gen, mm-hmm. a variety in Microsoft. Uh, those are two words that should never be used together. <laughs> because, Sounds like cognito. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've had conversations with people and they think Microsoft has this big variety on Xbox. And I'm like, do you know who their first party studios are? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's turn 10, it's 343, it's the coalition, mm-hmm. it's rare, and it's Mojang. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, so what have they done this gen? Oh, Forza Motorsport 5, 6, and 7. I'll give mm-hmm. them Forza Horizon 4 because they acquired Playground Games by that point. Right, right. Uh, Gears Ultimate, Gears 4, mm-hmm. um, Halo uh, Master Chief Collection, Halo 5, and Sea of Thieves. Yeah. It doesn't scream variety to me. In <laughs> fact, that screams uh, that's not very good. In fact, you can get rid of Gears Ultimate and Master Chief Collection because they were outsourced. Yeah. Like, there are not many games they made, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> the most important thing for next gen to me, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited for Anaconda and I'll check out the XCloud stuff, which I am kind of like, I want to see. You know, I want to see the tech in my hands, right? Mm-hmm. But it's about Obsidian. It's about Ninja Theory. It's about Facts. Playground Games Second Studio. Facts. You no, know, it's about uh, Undead Labs actually making you know a proper sequel mm-hmm. to State of Decay instead of State of Decay 1.5. Right, with the resources right. behind it. Right. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I want to see that because mm-hmm. I want to see the diversity, the technology, the the initiative, the quadruple A studio that they're building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like these are the games that are going to sell. These next gen consoles and the X Cloud service and Game Pass. And that's the most thing I'm most excited about. Mm-hmm. Like, to be honest, and I got a video coming out soon about this. Mm-hmm. I've never been more excited about the future of Xbox than I am today. No, uh, I was I was surprised by that video. Cause you you're not that you're a pessimist, Rand, but you're you're a realist. Like realist. you tell it how it is. <laughs> and you know, a lot of times lately this generation, Xbox fans have not been happy with you when you've been brutally honest on certain things. Yeah, I mean you come out with a almost a positivity video on the future looks it, bright. It's kind of it's not even it's not I, I think they're gonna have a great year in 2019. I think Ori and Gears of War 5 are gonna be amazing, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm talking next gen. Like instead of just Halo Fours and Gears, which we're gonna get, we're gonna get so many different types of games and different genres that you weren't gonna be able to get. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I look at it, I'm like, finally, this is what I wanted them to do last generation. Yes, this is what I wanted them to do to get like to build their studios like Sony's at now. Mm-hmm. Sony's at their position now where they have all these great studios and they're working together and they're on their second, third, and fourth game. And they're starting to really hit their stride. And the with funny stuff. thing is, like, Microsoft could, didn't have 15 years to invest in the people. Okay, we're going to have to just use money. <laughs> like, we're just buying <laughs> talent, buy stuff. What you got to do, man? That's what you got to do. It, you know? it was an internal conflict mm-hmm. in what was going on. Like, you really can't have the house fight mm-hmm. and expect it to go right. That's a good um, point. I, I believe Sony was in line with, I mean, they, they took their early struggles. People fail to realize and they forget. I was there from the beginning. I was there from the death of Sega on to the birth of Sony mm-hmm. on and forward, right? Mm-hmm. People fail to realize when Sony came in, and you have other people that want to have their revisionist history and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But I've seen the growing pains. Right, and th- it has bear fruit now mm-hmm. that these games are back to back game of the year winners. These studios are propped up as the best studios that you can get in gaming, and mm-hmm. they're not stopping. I, I honestly believe next year Sony will acquire studios as well. I believe mm-hmm. that they will go out and get it because they understand that the onslaught is coming from the Googles and and hey maybe from Apple themselves acquiring them in, in some form of fashion. But Microsoft, I think the internal struggle is over, mm-hmm. and 
and Sacha and yeah, giving Phil that. Okay, right. I, I don't like to call out names. Um, yeah. except if I'm calling out the Don. Um, <laughs> I, I, because honestly, I thought that was the low point because we hit our stride with Peter, and nice. I thought we were gonna. Man, we were right there. And and I say we because I fight for the underdog. I always fight for the underdog. Mm-hmm. All right. And Microsoft coming in that space, I told y'all before, that's not the people we wanted. We wanted Sega mm-hmm. in any form of capacity. We wanted Sega. Mm-hmm. Microsoft st- took them, stepped into their place, and took that spot. Mm-hmm. They are our de facto Sega. I always give you that. So for for them to, to get to this point, they mm-hmm. seen something, something clicked. Yeah, they took the loss this year because Sony, clean, sweet, beautiful games. Great. I'm talking about from story to graphics to beginning to end. Nobody complained about the ending of any of these games, right? They From beginning to end, these games was fantastic. And they had the multiplats. They stole away the rights to certain multiplat games, uh, mm-hmm. distribution and um, promoting. Mm-hmm. They're doing it right. And Microsoft sees this, and I believe they're in harmony now. And I see the change is going to come, like Rand said, that burger, fries, and shake, I think that stuff is over. Mm-hmm. Yo, Hussein coming for you. He said, King, how you fighting for the underdog? They're the richest company in the world. <laughs> yeah, but see, I you... I already said that. <laughs> okay, all right, so, and, and, and here's, here's this part. Um, your mother could be rich, but are you rich? Mm. See, and, I, and I'm gonna give it to you that way, so you can understand exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. They were never viewed as Microsoft, the company. Mm-hmm. You know, understand? They are a, a, a you're talking about like f- Xbox, like being like almost a subsidiary, not like right. It, 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 okay, right? They, Xbox doesn't control the purse strings of mm-hmm. Microsoft. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah, I would so, have to agree because there are certain true. times, like mm-hmm. Take Two is extremely rich, but you know, we don't go to the people who make like. Mm-hmm. XCOM and stuff was like, why don't you got more? Like, right? <laughs> so, 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 don't look at it as Microsoft. The company is extremely rich. Mm-hmm. Take the whole mentality. Mm-hmm. Let's say your parents are rich. You got money. Mm-hmm. You just don't have their money. Facts. I hear where you're going. And now, and, and, the, and, and let's be honest. They based give that on allowance. The, they don't the, give the, the Terry Myerson situation, and now Phil in at the table. It's a different structure now, right? We yes. would agree that it's not the same. How so now it? the allowance is different, and they view you. Now you sit at the big boy. <laughs> the allowance is different. The big boy table is is very good now, right? You see the, the studios being purchased. You see people talking about we're going over to Japan to purchase real estate over there. Is it difference when you're sitting at the big boy table for Thanksgiving opposed to sitting at the little kids table on the side? <laughs> Fair enough. This is interesting stuff. I know, Attic, you've got a role soon, Attic. So, do you want to jump off the uh, the next one real quick, man? With uh, with yeah, that? I'll go ahead and um, you know, do the topic and uh, do my perspective. But then I got to bounce. Yeah, I know you got to bounce. So, just uh, so jump it off, man. What's going on? So, Activision apparently, you know, I didn't realize. I don't think. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, you know, my topic's going to be. Uh, what's Activision looking like in 2019? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at last year, like the only real success that they claim, uh, I'm going to put that success. If I had my camera on, I would use in quotations, but I don't turn <laughs> my camera on anymore. But um, so apparently like the only real success that they had last year, mm-hmm. and once again, success in quotations, <laughs> is Call of Duty, you know, being the number one selling game, but they said underperformed their expectations. So my first off, let, let, let's start there. How are you going mm-hmm. to outsell everything in the whole year and mm-hmm. it underperformed you? I don't get that. Okay, we'll keep going from there. Uh, <laughs> so we, we get the Destiny 2. 
mm-hmm. apparently Forsaken uh, was huge under their um, under their you know yeah. what they aimed yeah. to make. Okay. I said underperformed, disappointed in Destiny Two. And regardless what Ram feels about it, uh, the mm-hmm. game was the game definitely. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the thing, like, mate, I, I do give that a little bit of pass because it probably did underperform what you know they expected to make. But you can't come out, well, you know, good six months before that, and you know, be throwing softball, and then you finally have that, you know, that that home run, mm-hmm. and it's like you've been showing me this. So a lot of people were skeptical would even buy it because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, and then you go to Overwatch has been on the decline. Uh, mm-hmm. That's you know, but. Uh, Blizzard and Activision are actually, you know, uh, the same company pretty much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Overwatch has been on the huge decline. I didn't realize this, but, you know, ever since the Battle Royale genre took over, it mm-hmm. completely cannibalized Overwatch's fan base. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got, you know, Hearthstone's doing, Hearthstone's one of the companies that's doing really well. So what, what, what I want to ask is uh, when it comes to Activision, Activision, and Blizzard, do you think that, you know, with the underperforming games, what they're doing, one, do you think that that's going to reflect how they do business with these microtransactions? I don't. And two, do you think, uh, you know, other companies are secretly in this kind of, you know, dilemma, but they're not coming out openly and saying it? Well, first off, it looks like we have one of our Blizzard and World of Warcraft representatives that has joined us. Stream team lead, Lois Naldo. What's going on, sir? Hey, you doing, everybody? Happy New Year. How are things? Things are good. I see you playing that wow, yeah. very strong. Continue very despite str- the climate. Very strong. Very strong. <laughs> so yeah, all yes, that looked yes. like to me is uh I saw you do a raid. I was in there for about an hour and a half, and I was like, they just look like bullet sponges. Like <laughs> <laughs> But uh I think Lord Jess would appreciate your wow love. But uh tell me what you think about what's going on, man. Actor, this is a near and dear subject to you. So what, what do you feel about all this news coming out? So I've I've been saying probably for over four years that there's been a steady decline in the background that nobody has seen on the Blizzard and Activision fighting in the corporate level mm-hmm. because you lost Menson, you you then lost two CEOs this year, mm-hmm. you lost Morheim, so mm-hmm. you've lost all these executives from the top of the Blizzard structure, these core people that are now leaving, and there's there's going to be like a huge fracture right down the middle. And Activision is just throwing all of their corporate executives into the Blizzard structure that is just going to pretty much dissolve them from the inside out. Because mm-hmm. you've lost you've lost almost all of love for Heroes of the Storm, which mm-hmm. means you've lost the one cool thing about it, which is Heroes of the Dorm. Mm-hmm. So you've lost that whole people of everyone loving them. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with what Alex said about the love for mm-hmm. Overwatch. Fortnite mm-hmm. has pretty much destroyed them. Mm. StarCraft is going to still stay alive. They're going to okay. still be around. They are like the number one sport in Korea. Mm-hmm. Are, are they really going to take that? No. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the other things you got to think of is Diablo. If yes. anybody saw the <laughs> Diablo <laughs> release of what they did, they, they made everyone so mad. Yeah. They could have said very easily, given a video and gone, Hey guys, listen, we're going mobile with Diablo, but mm-hmm. Diablo 4 is in the works. They didn't right. even do that, which shows they have no nothing mm-hmm. but but no love for them anymore. Mm. So, and then you got the head, or I should say the head designer, Ian Hazakos, is talking about Blizzard. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Warcraft. And you know what? 
it looks like in every single week he is doing damage control. Mm. And you know, just by looking at his face, he's just like, yeah, I'm here because they're making me and I'm <laughs> waiting from the script. It's every single week. It sound like he under duress. He, if, you, if you watch him, he, he just looks like he's just like, I've been beaten up every day this week and I'm just here to make everyone happy. And everyone is just going to attack me because I'm pretty much their poster boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, that, I mean, yeah, situation so, is, is, is a little rough. Let me get Lord in this because I'm very curious. You know, obviously... I know he has some blizzard love going on there, but then I know he doesn't have any, not, not a lot of Activision love. <laughs> so um, I, I, I hate Activision. Love. I know. <laughs> every, every single level, everything that Activision touches. <laughs> on every single level. I love it. Um, I've, now I wasn't a blogger when Activision joined up with blizzard or they merged or whatever it was. I mean, it is, it is technically, technically a merger but it ain't really a merger it's activision <laughs> taking them over and stuff like that and i knew i knew even back then it'd take a while but that will destroy blizzard and we've started seeing it now um <laughs> but you know it's uh i actually have blizzard sources and mm. blizzard sourcing mm. um, and you know i don't i don't leak blizzard stuff because um not really what i'm known for and stuff like that but mm-hmm. you know i've i've heard things about Diablo 4 and obviously uh kotaku has done a ton of reporting on what's going on at blizzard and you know they were saying like finance finance executives were sitting in on creative meetings which is something wow. that never usually had in blizzard before wow. so you had like yeah you had like um the two the two chief financial officers of both of whom are now gone mm-hmm. um they One they they were sitting in on creative meetings and being like, oh well, why don't you do this? It, it'll make more money, you know. And that's that's something that wasn't in Blizzard's DNA before, and, you know. Anecdotally, it does feel like morale's low with with the the people I know from Blizzard, but I have also heard that you know what they do have Diablo Four is really promising, and they they have really grand plans for it. Mm-hmm. And as such, I'm not like I'm personally not worried about okay. that. But like, you can you can just you can just feel how mm-hmm. crappy and corporate Blizzard started becoming. You mm-hmm. know, like the fact that Battle for was probably the most rushed expansion to market that that I can remember. You know, it's it, horrible. It's horrible, but I enjoy it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's horrible, but I don't enjoy it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I admire I admire your balls to continue playing that game because. <laughs> After, ki- after killing her own game, and I was just like, nah. nah I, ro- I roll with the same three friends, and all we yeah. do is just laugh the whole night. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, yeah. That's why I was just playing with randoms. And, and like, I suppose, like, with mm. with WoW, it's who you play with that really makes it, especially when it's got a crappy expansion like that. But, <laughs> my God. Chance is doing it! No, but seriously, they, they, the, the systems they've implemented in, in Battle for Azeroth were completely untested. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, like uh, I'm not going to go into the big details because I'll put half the podcast to sleep, but, <laughs> it's, but put, it, put it this way. They pro, the, the way that Battle for Azeroth works, mm-hmm. it, at least it worked at launch, was like um, there were like multiple layers of progression called this Azerite system, blah, blah. But the, the problem is obtaining this Azerite stuff mm-hmm. was the most boring systems they've ever put in the game 
in island expeditions and war fronts and mm -hmm. uh, and, and the world quests were bad too and man just every feature every headline feature about Azeroth was a complete failure <laughs> and it feels like if they'd spent more time to but not only that the classes were broken too wow. and it's like it's it's not like it's almost like they didn't test it enough mm. and indeed balanced do, do yeah. you feel just that i'm sorry i'm totally cut, cutting in on you but do you feel like if they actually put some time and some money into what they did that player base would still be there because it's almost like these they should have known this was coming because they saw it from Warlords of Draenor. Being so, like, they've totally messed up Warlords of Draenor, and then they just redid it again now. Well, put put it this way, right? There's two. There are two teams that work on Blizzard expansions. Mm -hmm. This is this is a B team expansion. Oh, definitely. Wow. The, a, the A team made Legion, and Legion yeah. based was like probably the best expansion ever, mm -hmm. and like brought loads of players back. I I came back after like being away from the game for several years, and mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god, this is so amazing. There's so much stuff to do, so much story and content, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. Then going into Battle for Azeroth, they had like really good marketing, and there's all this controversy about the story and what they're doing, and it was like, oh, it's going to be as good as Legion, and then mm -hmm. it kind of sort of was not as good mm -hmm. as. Legion. And, um, <laughs> And you've got all this stuff with Heroes of the Storm. I don't know if you've seen this drama, but mm -hmm. they basically cut the Heroes of the Storm dev team in half or, or more, mm -hmm. laid off a bunch of people a few weeks before Christmas, cancelled wow. all the esports stuff, all the Damn. athletes, and yeah. all, the, all those guys are out of the job. That just reeks wow. of Activision, man. I can't, wow. I can't see Mike Morhaime sitting wow. there and thinking, you know what, let's put all these guys out of work just before Christmas. I can't see him doing that. But you well, can that's see what yeah, the thing the thing that seems scary that you mentioned to the first thing I hear when you're you're talking about Activision higher up sitting in on creative meetings, yeah. that concerns mm -hmm. me. <laughs> you know, yeah, and I, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it should be noted as well. Mm -hmm. Um, while while you mentioned that, is that before Activision mm -hmm. and Blizzard had separate CEOs, wow. Mike Morhaime was the CEO of Blizzard, mm -hmm. while Bobby Kotick was the CEO of Activision. Mm -hmm. Well, now. Um, Jason Allard is just the president of Blizzard. He's not the CEO of Blizzard. So, like, whoever, when Blizzard gets um, a new chief financial officer, they won't be the CFO of Blizzard. It'll be, like, you know, director of finance at Blizzard, and that they'll answer to Activision's CFO, right? whoever, whoever that is. I think they, they actually got Xbox's old CFO in, right? Yeah. Wow. Did, did, you hear, did you hear when they finally announced half of the stuff at BlizzCon? That David Brerick, who is the ex Diablo, the original Diablo oh, creator, he created. He was just like mm -hmm. Activision Blizzard. He goes, they they just lost total touch of what the people want. They they just they don't want them anymore. Well, I heard that they were originally going to plan to show um, something of Diablo three, but like. I mean, that's all they had to do, right? I and mean, when yeah. they when they announced Diablo Immortal, and they were like, "Don't you guys have phones or whatever?" They they people were just instantly like, "Well, why didn't they do what they did with Gears and just say, yeah, Gears Five yes. is coming, right. or like yeah. do what they did with um, Elder Scrolls Blades or whatever?" Yes, and they were like, "Yeah, Elder Scrolls Blades, we've got this mobile game, but also boom, we've boom. got El Elder Scrolls Six coming and stuff like that." Why didn't they just do that? I yeah, agree. I, I, I agree. I agree. It just seems like mm -hmm. Activision corporatism is. They just gone completely out of touch now. Let me let me get Rand in on his favorite uh publisher, Activision. Oh, <laughs> what Rand? What when you hear about all this, these news and, and the franchise, the state of their franchise and stuff like that? I mean, 
what what do you what's your thought process? Do you do you think they're on the decline? Do you think finally that the evil empire might be showing chips in the armor? I kind of smile when they say perform <laughs> and like but it's like I don't think they I think they're just they're just like they're just not making enough money for them, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. like I, I don't believe for a second destiny is not profitable. Right. For Activision. It's just like it didn't make us Two billion. It made only made us a billion. It didn't make us three billion like we Correct. wanted or whatever. Mm-hmm. They are the worst, in my opinion, like the worst publisher out there by far. Mm. Some of these like Modern Warfare Four leaks are kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, like I heard how, ghost, right? I heard some ghost stuff. No, you? so I guess it, it's not ghost. That was oh, not Shreer. Okay, um, but there was some other leaks and it, and it's Modern Warfare Four. And uh, so it, it has a campaign. It's got blackout and all that I'm stuff. I'm down with it. But the campaign isn't the new campaign. The campaign for Modern Warfare 4 is a remastered Modern Warfare 2 and 3. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, no. Which sounds like the ultimate oh. Activision thing. That's cash all over it. Um, yeah. And then a new Blackout map, uh, you know, the multiplayer and the zombies and all this stuff. And it's like, I, I was reading that stuff and I'm like, this sounds like the... Okay, so we're not doing a campaign again, but we're just going to remaster Modern Warfare two and three and say that's the campaign. Like it's totally Activision, man. Like I, I don't know. I, I don't like Bobby Kotick. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're going to say the Bobby Condis. <laughs> the fact that they're, they're about to ruin Blizzard is a travesty. Mm-hmm. Like a year ago, Blizzard and Bethesda were like loved by everybody, and a year later, they're like. Two of the most hated companies for whatever reason now. But Red slow mo asked. He said, "But Activision is, could it be possibly worse than EA?" Activision I think is so EA is on the uptick. You, you have, yeah. Seriously, Activision is so much worse than EA. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Like, EA is the oh, one yeah. that catches the flack, right? Yeah, and, and I get Activision it. EA, EA, does EA doesn't actually want to be hated. They're just dumb. Whereas, <laughs> yeah, like, don't like, care. They don't care if they're hated. They will yeah. drink blood. If Activision yeah. had the same issue with the loot boxes that EA did, they would have never reneged on it like EA did. They, they no way. More yeah, Activision, like, they know they're hated. They, they're revealing it. They're like, <laughs> like, you know what? They're like, let's see how how evil we can be this way. That's Activision's <laughs> MO, man. Yeah. They're they are selling a red dot. A red dot. Red dot. Red dot. For a for a red dot site for three dollars. <laughs> I gotta defend the evil Activision. I gotta come for you, Jen. Because you out here with that Fallout 76 and them Christmas skins, bro. <laughs> but that but that's just this creep. They're coming for me, man. Say, say I'm not defending that either. I was I was actually I was talking to someone earlier about this where like my friend was like, um, oh, I don't I don't know if I wanna I don't know if I wanna buy the um I don't know if I want to buy the expansions for The Witcher Three because they're uh-huh. they're kind of pricey, uh-huh. and I was like, "Do you realize that the the price of a Witcher Three expansion costs the same as a bunch of emotes in Fallout Seventy Six? But that's just on their way in one year rewriting their whole culture as far as public perception. I just found that funny, but no, it's, I it's not new for Bethesda either. They, they, they pioneered the DLC, the horse armor. <laughs> that I mean, what, what does Activision actually do? All they make is Call of Duty, right? Year after year. And like, destroy Blizzard release was like Overwatch and Diablo and stuff like that. Lineup, Rand. I mean, Call of Duty. That, I that's mean, it. Candy Crush. Candy Crush. 
in that one I'm saying, no, I, I was referring to, to uh, slow-mo's thing. It's like, oh, okay, I got you. Like, EA is least giving us Dead Space, Mirror's Edge, but Mass Effects. Yes, like, but I think, I, I think above, above and beyond like Activision, Activision's nastiness, I think there's also an issue of stagnancy within Blizzard in, in terms of IP. Like, you cannot continue just to just rely on Diablo and Overwatch and, you know, whatever, Candy Crush or whatnot to Why not? make Microsoft money. Microsoft just relied on Halo, Gears, and Forza. Oh, oh but, my man. But the thing about <laughs> it is, when you look at, see, Blizzard, thing about Blizzard is, Blizzard, this pairing was always weird to me anyway, because you, you pair a company that prides itself on taking a sweet time making its games with mm-hmm. a company that wants you to chuck one out every single year. Right? <laughs> So that was always going to be an issue, right? But I just think, like, when you look at what other things that Blizzard has in its portfolio, like StarCraft, mm-hmm. StarCraft, like, you can't just the desire for a mass market real time RTS isn't there anymore. You're going to have your fans that are going to love it, mm-hmm. but it's not going to appeal to the mass market the way an Activision would want it to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are is, is Blizzard ever going to be in a position again to make a game? that sort of changes the rules. Like with, with Overwatch, they sort of hit that, right? They hit that where they gave you a hero shooter that was accessible. Anybody could play. But, like if you, if you weren't good at shooting, you could be good at defending. And then they hit that market and that hit for a while again. And it's a matter of it, how much money is it making you mm-hmm. day in, day you out? Have to, um, you, have with, you have to understand with um, Activision, mm-hmm. what, their whole modus operandi is, is margins. They're like, how much oh, yeah. money we c- can we make by spending as little as possible? And that's why, uh, apparently, we're getting Modern Warfare 2's campaign with Modern Warfare whatever, 10 or whatever it is. You know, it's that it's cutting corners. Cutting corners and making money without spending money. And that's why, like, Call of Duty basically reuses flipped assets every single year. Yep. People still buy it every single year. Absolutely. And Activision want that. Mm-hmm. L- like low, low cost, high margin mm-hmm. lifestyle for all of its games. Now, the problem with that is Blizzard. That's that's, that's the antithesis of Blizzard, Blizzard. Of Blizzard and its fan base Blizzard. as well. Yeah, exactly. Blizzard's mm-hmm. all about polish. It's all about testing everything until it's done. That was mm-hmm. their whole thing. Was like, yeah. yeah, it'll come out when it's ready. Like they wouldn't announce. They would back in the day. They wouldn't even announce when a WoW expansion was coming out until like a few weeks prior because mm-hmm. they would wait until it was genuinely ready. Whereas now it's like, oh, Battle for Azeroth's, it's okay-ish. Let's mm-hmm. just push out the door <laughs> and pray to the fan base. Make Jez really sad. <laughs> <laughs> so many people are sad. <laughs> hey, King, King, I need you in this, man. It, it, no, it, I have nothing no, are, you, are you guys okay with, with that, though? Are you guys okay with just more Diablo, but, more Warcraft? But, Sab, you got to remember that Overwatch was never their baby. You have to remember, Project Titan was their baby. They right. dumped it and bought Overwatch. Mm-hmm. So that was never originally theirs. So they ended up just picking it up. So they were just like, oh, we just really like this. So we think it's going to be cool. And they mm-hmm. bought it. Mm-hmm. It's so, it, 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 um, this thing is interesting, man. I, I look at it and I'm like, I want Bungie to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, well, they already <laughs> started another I, IP. Which is I mean, good, man. Bungie's next, man. 
Yeah, Bungie, Bungie, yeah. They yeah, are. They have mm-hmm. been receiving. Remember how revered Bungie was before mm-hmm. when they, right before this happened, and they got over there to Evil Activision. I didn't know how Evil Activision was. They got <laughs> that, max, that maximum evil. They're, they're the devil. <laughs> maximum <laughs> evil. Read, read, read the book of Revelations, right? <laughs> and uh, Activ- Activision's in there. They're in the Bible. <laughs> they are probably the third length of the apocalypse. But I mean. They, they took the franchise, and I was so eager when it was coming because, you know, these are the guys that made Halo, and I was like, yeah, they're going to get over there. They're going to do their thing. Like, you know, when you get somebody a chance to do their thing, mm-hmm. you'll see their real vision. Right. And we saw somewhat parts of their vision, but then it started breaking down. Like, right before the game was released, mm-hmm. story uh, got revamped. Uh, they fired a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Um, and whole Marty thing. They said my boy Marty so dirty. Damn. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, and damn. Then all, all types of bad things started happening. And then as I played the game, and I'm a Destiny nut, mm-hmm. I seen the flaws. Stuff that made sense for them to do. I, I, it's like it's a direct conflict. Right. Bungie's having a direct conflict with uh, the boss, Activision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they put in... Uh, when they put in Tess Everett, oh yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> when they got an NPC in the stop in the shop, oh yeah, 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 I know about that. When the money, when it was all right, your ching time. Okay, y'all nice, but we need this bread. Yes. When when it turned to that, and I was like, that's not Bungie's mo. Like Bungie's mo is totally different. Mm-hmm. And I just want, I just want Bungie away from these guys. That's all. I think they're in a bad relationship. You know how you got your friend, she's in a bad relationship, or he's in a bad relationship, and you just try to point out, man, you know that's not a good relationship for you. You know you're looking bad hanging out with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and you try to just, like, throw your little quips man, in there. That's like Cognito playing Dustin. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm <PC>. no. <laughs> Listen, I understand the flaws of my relationship. PC message. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look past all that. I see the core things that are important to me. You're so uh, beautiful, baby. Exactly. <laughs> 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 give me my guns. Nobody going to love you like I love of you. <laughs> you know, Rand, when he went over there, he was he was like, yo, you coming over? I said, hell to the no. Um, I, I don't give a damn smart. I'm playing on 380p. <laughs> I put too much time into these guns and getting the hell to the no. I'm not doing the whisper on uh, a PC. I do feel like you spent too much money on a PC not to use it, too. So. No, well, you know, my PC is for other stuff, like the video editing and stuff like that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, So, really, to be honest with you, I got a laptop that's probably more powerful mm-hmm. than a lot of people's PCs out there, and that'll be going with me to E3 to do work. My <laughs> PC is for work. I'm with, you, I'm with you with that, King. I bought a PC last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know it's got a it's got a 1080 in it, mm-hmm. got a i7 seven 7700k. Get them, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I don't use it. I only use it for video editing. For video editing, you yeah. know, for it work. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's I don't use it for gaming, mm-hmm. and you know it God. totally Send pays it for to itself. me. Send it to me. Send it to me. What? You know, Windows Central doesn't wait. You get one. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yo, Rand is gonna, I ain't gonna Rand give me a pink gaming piece, bro. Rand ain't looking in. He's not excited about that opportunity now. Nah, he's like, got work like, like I, I, I started doing my reviews for games, uploading mm-hmm. it in 4K, so I, I can Ooh. render a video in 4K, uh, which takes like a 10 minute uh, video and mm-hmm. 30, like rendered at like 30 megabytes. Mm-hmm. 
uh, takes like half an hour on this PC. Pretty good. Shout out to He said, "What a waste of PCs which you got." That's right. Tell him, Mod. I'm out here playing Destiny. They out here doing video editing. It's nice. I I love the PC. I've been doing that PC stuff for so long, but I know the trap. It's it's a huge trap. And Cognito doesn't know the trap. I'm so happy for him right now. Right. When the trap hits him in the head, it's gonna hit him hard too. It's gonna because he's gonna go to play a game and it's not gonna look like that fresh car. It's not gonna have that fresh car smell. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Sovereign knows me. It's Sovereign used to do driver that. issues. Oh God! Oh, yeah. no, look, it's gotten better over the years, but it's still kind of the same. Like because when once you start when you start seeing like little differences in things and you become, I mean, you're a tech head. So you become nitpicky and you're like, wait, why is this, this, why can't I get this better? And then you start looking up like people's different configurations and what they turn on, what they turn off. And then you go, you go down that rabbit hole. And that's a whole said other. We don't play games. They play hardware. <laughs> Yo, Rand, true. I got two ten eighty TIs mm-hmm. in here running in SLI or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they changed it from SLI. I have it running in here right now. I can run godly games. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming down here to this basement to put on this headphones. <laughs> <laughs> the issue is the infrastructure, and, and I get it. My, I know you've had on a tangent on PC, but the thing what made it easier for me now is Discord. I think like Discord is like they're like almost a like universal. You know how I feel about Discord, right? I know you hate it with a passion, but it's where it's at right now, <laughs> and that's the only thing saving it. But enough about PC. We move on. Um, I, yeah, I'm concerned with the Activision Blizzard stuff. I think the Kings just—I don't know, man. His 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 lineup ain't looking as dominant as it used to. I definitely see mm-hmm. So we shall see. Solve. Let's wrap this thing up with uh, Madbox. Don't get mad in the mad. All right, later, Petey. Later, Pete. Like, he just right. jumped in. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that is the ultimate level of selfishness. He, I'm I want to talk about what I want to talk about. We traded. We traded in super selfish guy. These niggas What's wrong with you? You, Lord Saul. Let's get this bad boy. Yeah, so um, apparently we have a new challenger in the realm of hardware, of console hardware. Slightly Mad Studios. Uh, <laughs> slightly Mad Studios, the developer of the, uh, I won't say highly acclaimed, uh, well-regarded racing series, Project Cars, have decided that apart from Project Cars 3, mm-hmm. their next endeavor is going to be a game console. <laughs> Mm. Happily named the Mad Box. Um, Mad Box. Said the console. The console should be coming out within the next three years or so. Um, they spec it out to be about as powerful as a pretty powerful PC at that time. So they're they're sort of. Uh, I guess they have a a time machine that tells them what it's gonna be, how powerful it's gonna be in three years time. Uh-huh. Um, they've already showed a uh, sort of a. Uh, concepts of what the console is going to look like it looks kind of disgusting but that's that's another thing um i want to know what you guys think of this i mean i i'm of the mind that hey i will never begrudge anybody mm-hmm. trying to go in and challenge the status quo and shake things up that's how sony got into the business that's how microsoft got into the business mm-hmm. that's how you know even other failed endeavors like 3do mm-hmm. you know they took their shot and you win or you lose 
but you mm-hmm. take your shot. And I think it's always good when somebody wants to uh, kind of stir the pot and change things up. Right. I don't know what 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 could come of this. Um, it's still a long ways off. So, for, but for I think we, it's interesting. For, for what we know, so let's frame this. Uh, for what we know, so this guy, what is it, Ian Bell from whatever? Ian, uh, yeah, Lightly uh, Mad Studios. Yeah, the CEO. So, the mm-hmm. vibe I'm hearing is, um, he's claiming like they're supposed to have like a full engine to kind of develop games for free. So, uh, yeah. So I guess the whole. Uh, the whole thing with the platform is that mm-hmm. they they feel that specifically they said they say they feel that exclusives are uh exclusionary they don't want that so mm-hmm. they want to create a platform mm-hmm. where they're not holding anybody that's partnered with them on, for, for putting games on a console to not putting their games on other consoles okay. uh, so in addition to that they plan to before the console ships out they do have some sort of proprietary sort of engine that will help i guess people scale uh, their games across other platforms or all platforms um, that they plan to ship with the uh, with the console. So that's it's it, it's sort of cool. Like they're doing sort of what Epic is doing with their with their uh, storefront, where they're giving people the tools to sort of put games onto their onto their platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a cool thing because they are a game developer; they have that expertise, um, and that way it, that's another way to sort of engender people to to your platform. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, I don't know beyond that. He's he specifically. Right. I, I know he got into a back and forth with people on Twitter about, about claims. Yeah, yeah, about specs and claims that he made about uh, VR functionality. Um, I guess he 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 said something about. Well, I've been told that 120 frames per second is is very smooth for VR, mm-hmm. meaning 60 frames per second per eye. Mm-hmm. And then people are saying, well, well if you t- if you want really high end stuff, then you're gonna need more. You need about 180 frames per second with 90 right. frames per second per eye. Um, so it, there was a back and forth and he admitted that he doesn't have any sort of expertise and this is what he's being told. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and in, he's, he's a funny dude cause he never had a Twitter account personal uh-huh. until he announced the mad box. Right. And one of the first things you see on the Twitter account is like him on a yacht chilling out. So he's like, <laughs> so I'm wondering where all this funding money is going for the mad box that is going in his pocket or whatnot. <laughs> Let's get Lord Rand on this. Oh, Lord Rand, is are we at that point now? Does uh, Xbox have to change their moniker? I mean, <laughs> you know, they were the most powerful console, but you know, we have the Madbox. Yeah, the Madbox. Um, I think the likelihood of this console coming out is uh, slim to none, and Slim just left town. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly do not see this thing being. I, I've heard the Phantoms coming. <coughs> Phantom. Yeah. Remember the Phantom. Remember that? We line up for the Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just—it's it, like they make Project Cars, and now they're gonna—that's what I'm saying. Now they're gonna—all of a sudden they're gonna do a super powerful console. <laughs> Logic, that, that's the logical next step. You make a console. Wait, like, wait, where, wait, where, where are they getting the funding from this? Like, Red, you don't feel that's the logical progression after Project Cars? <laughs> I, I don't know. I like it. it seems I don't know. Like. The the render looks it looks like the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life, right? It's nasty. And and now you know what's gonna happen. Jez is gonna get on here and be like, "Well, I've I've heard some interesting news that this is real and that it will be coming." And I'll be like, "Jez, really?" Watch Jez say this. Jez, Jez, tell us about your. The cool. Madbox. What do you know about it? You got any you got any inside info about how it's going to be amazing? I no nothing. 
I <laughs> saw it and just rolled my eyes and then put it into the part of my brain where I instantly forget everything. <laughs> so like, uh, a guy, a guy, <laughs> we've got a channel on Slack where we discuss, you know, things we're going to cover during the day. And, um, uh, higher up in my company was like, um, can someone write about this? And like, nobody wanted to write about it. And he was like, <laughs> yeah, fine, I'll write about it. And he just wrote us a really scathing article about, vr and like the technical stuff he got wrong and stuff like that and i just like it's just stupid you are not confident go ahead kid um listen i'm an nec head uh mm -hmm. turbo graphics uh pc mm -hmm. engine uh pc duo uh, uh all of that i, I missed that I was the outcast uh, when these dudes was playing uh, Sega and Nintendo. I had that stuff, but um, nothing can topple my Turbo Duo. I've been looking for that that Turbo Duo. If this mad system guy can be that guy, <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm 100% in. I will jump in. 100 hey, you need funding now? Mm -hmm. uh, what's up? Because if, if you can get mm -hmm. that feel... Because remember, Turbo Graphics said they was really sixteen bit. Well, it really wasn't. They you was like that. two eight bits uh, together in conjunction. <laughs> 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 but it was blazing, and and I'm just I'm just down for that feel. I want that 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 lie underpowered. Uh, <laughs> Your boy's popping off on Twitter, King. He, he, and I like, think that's coming out party. Like, you want a mad box? You're going to be celebrating it. He, <laughs> we should be proud of all our games. He said, the mad box selfies we receive, we get free games for life. He said, it's going to be a four. The specs are incoming. We aren't using old kit. We're in talks now to get the very best available. You know, he sounds like he sounds like one of us. If we had the thought of bringing out a system, yo, it's going to be as powerful as the PC of that time. He like, you, know, he, you, know, you know who he reminds me of, right? Trip Hawkins. He oh, me of Trip Hawkins. yeah. Well, like, like, Trip. Yo, don't front, though. Stop <laughs> that, though. Oh, yo, though. The three yeah, yeah. I mean, trips. Uh, when Trip talked to you early on, you looked at him like he was God. Like he, <laughs> and then you got the product in your hand. It was something else, but whatever. No, no. Okay, let's wait, wait, wait. Three mm -hmm. D O was a pioneer for its time. Three D O definitely pushed us forward. It it, mm -hmm. it gave us that that push forward. Mm -hmm. What we don't like about Trip Hawkins was the M two. Now yeah. we oh, that, yeah. he was positioning his wallet because he knew the downfall. If this system can come to to, to the market, great. I'm down with it. I'm going to mm. buy it. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to take yeah. my selfies for life, whatever they you say. You know there. damn well this system is in the bushes. Well, first of all, <laughs> this Never thing, know. Dad, listen. Never know. Listen, he's sound lit on Twitter. I give him that. You know what I'm saying? But I can't take these. I'm with Rand. I cannot take these dudes serious until I see software. How are they going to get the reach to get this to the masses? That's the next one. Who, who are we to know how much project costs? So, <laughs> who are we to know how much money he made over there? Maybe he made such a boatload of cash and then he invested in Bitcoin. Maybe this dude really is so flush in cash that he's going to finance it himself. We don't know any of this stuff. Kid, you better stop, man. <laughs> 
I'm just if saying, he invested I'm, money wait, in Bitcoin, he probably lost. I'm it not. I, I'm. I'm kind of with King. Like I'm with oh King. In the, I'm with King in the I sense see. that I. I want them. I want to see what happens. Whether they crash and burn is another story. I want to see it happen. <laughs> oh, I brought worse God. systems, brother. I've brought worse. I still got them too. Listen, man, Lord, Rand, Lord Rand, save me from all of this. No, <laughs> don't save him. He can't PC, Rand. Let him drown. Save I mean, me. it would be interesting to see it come out. Like I'm with King on that. Like, it'd be interesting, but like, come on. How do you go from making Project Cars 2 and then being like, by the way, guys, we're making console. <laughs> Where where are they getting the money to R and D this stuff and then put it out and that's what I said. Like, I, I said he he never had a Twitter account. He opens it the day he announces the console, and the first thing you see is him on a big yacht popping bottles, women around him. I'm like, wait, hold up, where did this funding money? Look <laughs> good, man. I gotta shout your boy out. Uh, Lord Russell Holly had a great article on this. Uh, I'm with I'm with Lord Russell Holly. I, I think this thing is is nothing to be going mad about. Oh, that's that's how, that's how I was talking about it in chat. Oh, uh, that was Russell. Okay, I'm that was Russell. okay. Are you watching the podcast? Uh, I won't say anything. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> no, nah, man, you guys Russell's, are great. Russell's a cool guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Good guy, and he wrote a fantastic article too on it. And it's just, I, I just can't see it, man. Three, and then he's talking three years from now. Yeah, so th that's another thing. So that that console would like, if you think about it, it's probably coming out against the mid gen refreshes. Yeah, of the next coming console. out in twenty twenty one. Talk, he's trying to get us hyped now for twenty twenty one. I'm just not there. He ain't the only one doing it. Like, come on, man! Like PlayStation and, and Microsoft just getting you hyped too, and, and they putting out stuff. Some yo, some of the stuff that they putting out, you like, yeah. But see, you know what it is? They got uh, systems in your house. You're playing them. Listen, remember when Microsoft said that we're gonna be releasing a system? You was like, well, get out of here, shut up!" And they did it. <laughs> hey, bro, I, I want to see from that. the make. So the so the intro line I was gonna do like from the makers of Project Cars. What? What's the marketing gonna be like? <laughs> that's so lit. That's so lit. I don't. I don't care if he can get it out. I, we don't know his financial situation. <laughs> man, like he was on a yacht. His picture was on a yacht. So all I say is this, like, the, the landscape the landscape of gaming. If you look at what's happening with Epic Discord, like on a serious note, the landscape is changing. It is. We have like honestly things can look vastly different in 5 years. Mm. I, you know it, Anything could happen. Anything could happen. If, if there is actual real funding for this, because you said it's not being crowdfunded. <laughs> I, you know, any, anything is possible. Like I said, whether it, crashes, <laughs> whether it crashes and burns, whether we find out this guy is Ponzi scheming people, he ends up in jail <laughs> in the next year. Like, whatever the case may be, I want it to play out. I want to see this drama play out to, the, to its finality, whatever it is. <laughs> Uh, oh, yes, I'm gonna let you finish this topic. Here. Oh my god! Final note on the Mad Box, Lord. <laughs> uh, it's 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 like people say, you know. I I kind of I kind of morbidly curious to see if it actually comes <laughs> out. Proper word, morbidly curious. That's perfect. Yeah, and uh, you know, disruption competition is always great. You know, <laughs> if, and in, and if it flops and like people say he goes to jail, then it'd be like. Oh. <laughs> 
on a future podcast we'd be like oh remember that time and it'd be a nice anecdote oh my god that sounds like a soldier boy situation <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it, it, see there it is what soldier boy told you i'm coming out with consoles you're like oh shut up directed his website oh, he was selling for 400 though that's right <laughs> and he was making some bread <laughs> yeah until nintendo stepped in and took it all oh my yeah God. but you know what it came out and he we sell it <laughs> he was selling raspberry pies in the giant box let's get this poll question to get out of here new iop <laughs> when compiling all of the latest rumors regarding microsoft's next-gen approach with the scarlet family of consoles do you think this multifaceted console strategy will be too confusing for the casual gamer the choices are a yes 2013 all over again microsoft has not learned their lesson with messaging b no the Xbox One X and S prove gamers understand SKUs like cell phones. Or C, my Anaconda don't want none if it ain't got games. <laughs> <laughs> that is the question. Those are the choices. Please rock the ILP poll when it goes up on Twitter. Lords of the Xbox Two, Rand Outdoor and Jez Corden. An absolute pleasure to have you in the realm of the Lords. Where can the fine people find you and what do you have going on? Well, Thank you guys so much for having me, Lord uh, Cognito. Thank you, sir. King, man. sovereign, and uh, go to work. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little attic. You know, <laughs> less, said about, less said about attic, the better. You know? <laughs> yes. Um, thanks for having me on. I love, I love being on the show. I love listening to you guys. Unfortunately, a little bit early for me, so I usually have to catch it on demand. Mm-hmm. But you. Uh, you know, you can check me out on YouTube. Randall Thor 19. All the relative links will be there, you know, Twitter, all that good stuff. Nice. And, uh, me and Jez shall be returning to the realm of podcasting, hopefully, sometime this week. Nice. Um, Look forward to it, man. But then again, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't. We just did a podcast. Maybe we should just yeah. take another week off. Guys, you know? <laughs> you good for the week? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, absolute pleasure, man. Looking forward to the, the next video you got coming on. I'm hoping it'll be soon, man. It's always fantastic, high-quality work. Lord Jez, man, what do you got going on, and where can the fine people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Jez Corden, J-Z-C-O-R-D-E-N, where I post... Loads of crap, so probably don't follow me on Twitter. <laughs> to think of it. Um, other than that, I am writing articles, which Woo. are okay, I guess. <laughs> you can read those if you want. Of course. Uh, other than that, uh, thanks for having me, guys. This yeah. podcast is its always a lot of fun. Thank you, man. Those are hilarious. Dude, I really appreciate and, uh, you coming through. Thank you. But, uh, yeah. Cool. I play video games a lot. <laughs> Right, um, and with the public service announcement, you guys, one of my favorite podcasts. Love the chemistry, great combination, always informative, always hilarious. Keep doing what you two do. And again, thank you both for coming on together. An absolute honor, man. Love you guys big time. So, Lord Addict had to go. So, uh, Lord Sov, where can the fine people find you in 2019? Hopefully, online. 
Hopefully you see. He's been on He's been on a lot. Yeah. I've been playing, but yeah, yeah when, I, when I'm on, you'll see me. The game that he has to finish with me, the game that I got still <laughs> on my goddamn hard drive. But I'm just gonna say it again. I'm waiting for you, Saul. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, man. We'll finish. <laughs> we'll finish in the 2019. I promise. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. That's what you got going on. Where can the people find you, man? Lord Sav IOP on Twitter and BX Sovereign on PSN and Xbox Live. A big shout out to Jazz and Rand. You guys are hilarious. I love it. When, when Cox said you guys was leading the year off, I was like, oh, man, I got to be awake. Let's go. Hold on. <laughs> we know dragging your feet today. <laughs> we got to set it off right with the best. Absolutely, man. No doubt. Lord King. The Mad Box Conqueror. <laughs> What's going on, man? Where can five people find you? First, I would like to say uh, thank you for Jez and, and Rand for coming through. Um, like like Sovereign said, when he saw the list, I saw the list. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I said, this is it right here. This, this is how you start off a year, baby. Um, Jez, uh, thank you for calling me a fraud. I will definitely uh, <laughs> read that article. And, and he, he did it in such a beautiful, nice way that he was like, you know, if you can uh, go over there. I did that already. I did that already. Yeah, he, he was smooth with it, too. The way you know, I, I, I love it. Smooth. I like that. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> um, all right, so you can catch me on uh, Twitter at uh, KingDavidOTW. But also... Um, you can catch me at KOS is coming. I got one yes. more uh, a stand to put up, a uh, shelving to put up, yes. and I have to pick up all these great statues in the background. Bro, you see the dolly right there, right? Yeah. Um, I have to pick up another table from IKEA. That's the presenting table. I have the lazy Susans over there in the back. Uh, mm. so we, it's gonna be very um, you you're, you're gonna love it. Um, the high quality guys that I look um forward to. Is Rand, Dealer, and Colt. Um, so if my quality is not up to snuff, I will keep working until it gets there. Um, there you go. Oh, Combat Talk with the King. Yes. We got Pacquiao versus Adrian Broner. That's coming up. That's going to be the first Combat Talk with the King this year. Nice. And it's going to be ridiculous because I am so into this fight coming up. And that's a uh, shout out to Al Heyman for giving us the best. Um, and that's that's all I'm looking forward to this year, guys. Let's, let's get started. Speaking quickly of fight talk, yes. the lioness. Let's go. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. Who that UFC? Well, you know what? Let me let me let me let me give a shout out to uh Meds, Jay Fonzarelli, Native, and Cognito. We were supposed to do that card, mm -hmm. and it wasn't panning out how we were supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, we will pick another card to mm -hmm. do uh anyway. combat talk podcast but i wanted to have that friend bar room feel when mm -hmm. we're watching a fight we're reacting in live and you're seeing us and we're talking and we're communicating i want a real serious podcast mm -hmm. to deal with a real serious card agreed agreed and we will do it man shout out to fonz we're working we're cooking up something yes we'll get that, that fonz is that man feel get that luke chase radio feel he know what i'm talking about yes but um yeah man we'll do that man yo again <clears throat> here man fantastic show a lot of last chat was absolutely amazing thanks for the super chat guys this is our first super chats absolutely amazing um and, and for and again salute for the 1000 of you guys helping us out on that lord kibosh is going to get all the audio up on spotify itunes all that good stuff um so shout out to him later and uh flashpoint with ebontis is under construction so we're going to debut the new name 
This Two guys, week. one show. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you guys pick a name yet? Did you pick a name? Yes, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. Just yet. <laughs> but uh, it's not going to be that. And it's not going to be with the other stupid names. People come oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Two guys, one ghost. Everybody was like, Two guys, one destiny. I'm like, No. <laughs> But see, the two guys keep manifest I'm destiny. Telling you, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Don't do the last word. That was uh-uh. <laughs> you ain't gonna like us. But uh, yeah, shout out to all about this man. Yo, he, he Lord, he's popping bottles right now. My brother, he just hit thirty thousand subs on YouTube. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So most, yeah, most recent stream. He's one of the best in the game. So um, hopefully his agent can contact my agent so I can tell you the name when I'm allowed to tell it. <laughs> and a uh, shout out to Petey who came through, obviously, uh, the mutant years. I'm selfish Petey. Selfish Petey. All he wants to talk about wow all day. And <laughs> when he's the leader of our stream team. The man does a fantastic job. And I absolutely want to salute him. But yeah, that's all we got, man. Lords, everybody, if you ain't got anything else to say, uh, we'll get everyone out of here, man. Everybody enjoy your Sunday and uh, peace. Later.